Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. We have a great episode coming up for you today. But before we hop into the episode, let's first hear some pirate facts from our party. Who has a pirate fact for me? Or pirate lore, pirate history, pirate-related things, maybe even a seafaring factoid. What do we got? So, uh, pirates wear these eye patches, right? (laughs) Wait, is this the first week where we haven't got a pirate fact? (laughs) Uh, it was 17 weeks anyway, in a row so. guys 17 <laughs> weeks in a row there might be somebody watching who's not heard the eye patch thing say so i think you should do it <laughs> just can we play <laughs> i won't have the piss taken out of me for being the only one to mention the eye patch thing you know i'd long forgotten who originated it it's been just a it's weekly a traumatizing of me and so i kind of i forgot its origins Thank you. I, I actually forgot that it was Mooton that said it. I thought it was just like a good meme joke for the group. We all know now, though. Now we all remember Mooton. Now, <laughs> now I can back. say it with me. Ooh. Do you think uh, Rohi has anything to do with Davy Jones' locker? Ooh. Something to think about. <laughs> well, what is down, yeah. Davy Jones' locker? Am I getting XP for this? Sure, <laughs> yeah. I can give you a few percentage Davy points Jones of XP. Davy Jones' locker is a nautical term that dates back to at least 1751. It is quite possibly, quite possible that the term existed orally among many sailors before this date. Since its historical mention, the meaning of Davy Jones has changed very little. Davy Jones was sailor slang for the devil or other evil spirits of the ocean. Davy's locket, or Davy Jones' locker, was the deep ocean bottom. To be sent to Davy Jones' locker was to perish at sea. Uh, I didn't realize that it was like an evil sea spirit. I thought Davy Jones was just like some dude who died once upon a time. Seems like it was the devil, I guess. The devil oh. himself. The devil himself. I'll give you three percent for this one. Slang. Oh, man, nice work. Well done. <laughs> Big. Um, I I do I do have a little factoid that I just thought of, but I'm not sure if this is general knowledge or if it's just general knowledge in Germany. Nice. Bring it on, buddy. Um, but uh, the the. My national dish, sauerkraut, was a very popular way for seafarers, among among them people like James Cook, to uh, combat scurvy because the cabbage that the sauerkraut is made from has a lot of vitamin C. Ah, well done. You can also take two points, uh, percentage points, for your scurvy-related. Actually, from my own knowledge, this is why British people are often called limeys, because they use limes on their ships to combat scurvy. It's why Germans are called crowds, because they use sauerkrauts on their ships to uh, to combat scurvy. And there's more examples. I just can't think of any other sort of racialized terms for groups, but that's a common thing. That's probably a good place to end that conversation. Yeah. Go ahead and take a two percentage points as well. Okay, for two um, I get three. When is my, when is my next, next level up? When do I get to level fucking five or whatever? Wait, uh, you get level five at level six. six sorry, thirty-two thousand. Thirty-two thousand. Yeah. Okay, so I'm sixteen k. Got it. Two percent now, right? Yes, two percent. He said two percent for you guys. He said three percent for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hundred twenty. Um, I had a question, Neil. Mm-hmm. Someone on Reddit said that I had an unspent weapon mastery, and that that might let me go into fist mastery early question mark he's asking if he's got a spare proficiency slot 
Yeah. Did you end up saving a spare proficiency slot? Is the question. I think that's that. Yeah, that's what's being asked. I think. Two, three, four. Well, I see you having four weapon proficiencies, which is the number that you start with. You should have gotten one at third level, but I don't see it having been spent. Um. I guess that means you could take mastery with your fists sure. right now, but I thought you would spend yours. Clearly, though, okay. it hasn't been. I don't think so. Nope. He does deserve it as well. I mean, if anyone deserves fist mastery, it's Archie. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, on your skills tab, uh, increase style A to three slots. And let's talk. Does this mean I get three attacks around now? No. No, 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 no. Oh. Let's talk about the effects of mastery. Yes. If a fighter spends another proficiency slot on a melee weapon he already specializes in, his attack and damage bonuses increase to plus three and plus three, respectively. Um, for bows and crossbows, we don't care about these things. Blah, 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 um, blah, 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 blah. So it's actually just going to be another plus two to hit and one to damage for your fists. Uh, Got so it. this will go Sorry, three here, three? and this will be four here. He already gets plus one, plus two. Yeah. Now it goes up to plus three, plus three. Yep. And then your high strength will make it a total of um, plus three to hit and plus four to damage. Perfect. Pretty solid. Yeah, better to hit than us. Yeah. So, so now his you. total punch bonus is plus seven. That's and insane. then he does d6 plus four damage. Yeah. That's a lot. Holy shit. Damn, that is insane. Yeah. So you do like 20 damage around. Yeah. You have three attacks. If you hit with all three and you do max oh, damage with all three and without critting. Like 30 damage rounds. Yeah. Yeah. If you crit, Wait, you can do a lot. Wait, how many hits does he have around? He has two, right? Uh, He has two. Two. Then every other then round, every he gets other an additional one. one so he could do 20 and 30 damage. If he gets yeah. lucky, and if with crits, in theory, it could be higher. Uh, people say in the streams, buffering in chat. Don't no, no. Tell me it's not mm. true. God damn. <laughs> I have the stream open, and I'm not seeing it buffering. But god damn it! These Stop fucking bastards trying so hard. I guess it's difficult because you can't really test it, can you? No. Mm -mm. Okay. If it continues to buffer during when by the time we get to break, we will cut some streamers out until we can make it work. Rip. But I think it's mostly stable. Um, so, where last we left the party, you had taken your two henchmen and left them on Angel Island, the vacation resort town. You've given them some gold and let them rest and relax after they found themselves trapped inside for a long period of time, somehow unaware of the exit on the top that does allow you to get out and walk around and stretch your legs and get some fresh air and get things off the island. Um, DM also forgot, but that's fine. Yeah, normal. after they all come back, Nilrum was the one who knew that that was there, and apparently Wiley and Bobby didn't know. So he'll go up to the, the captain and be like, hey, there actually uh, was exactly that 
exit that I talked to you about. Do you think they were fooling with us? Oh yeah, on the roof. Do you know what? Now you mention it. I remember it when we were coming in. But I don't think we've been up there since. Well, we don't um, spend well, much time here. Yeah. One way to find out. Bobby's not that smart. Let's take him up there and show it to him. See what he, uh, how he reacts. They're on the island right now, right? Okay, when he gets back, we'll show it to him. And yeah. we should be able to tell if he's surprised or not. And on. You uh, know, I another guess... thing I was thinking about, Nilrim. We told them that they couldn't walk out of the uh, invisible barrier, but is that right? Is it? Doesn't it only block one way? It's try. block both ways. Yeah, I guess I go and try it just to make sure, Neil. It works perfectly. You can walk out, but you can't walk back in. Yeah, so I could put my hand out. What happens if I just like put my part my hand out? We've tried this. You can't pull it back in. Fuck's sake. God, I shout through the barrier. I don't know if it's soundproof or not. God oh, damn yeah, it, Neil. Let me back in. How soundproof is it, Neil? The barrier? Not at all. Yeah. Okay. I do a reveal spell that I probably had, so you let him have a Wait, I want to trust. Can I climb up to the balcony and come back in? Is that easy for me? The balcony? Well, you, the secret part, right? Oh, right, right, right. It, legs. It's on Can the I top of the island. Up? So if you, like, hike up to the top of the island, there is a, a route that, in theory, you could find. Um, it'll take some time. For, for my there might be some climb checks and some fail times or whatever. I'm going to do that. I spent the day doing that. I want to get to know how someone would have to do that if they wanted to sneak in. Or if they wanted to sneak out. Okay. How, how there is a is way it? in from the top. Um, it's not super treacherous. The If someone wanted to get up here, they could do it. The only real thing keeping them from doing it is that no one knows the entrance is there and it's like hidden. It's not yeah. an easy to find entrance. But if someone were to know about it, they could get up here and they could sneak into the base. All right. Well, yeah. Like, so do I make it all right so I can get through there? It's not too difficult. Do I feel like um, I'm I, thief, we should mechanize it. it. Yeah, you're going to need like to make some climb checks to climb up here. And if you fail, you might fall like 20 feet and take 2d6 falling damage. But since we're sort of in a period of downtime, I think we don't have to make the rolls. Um, but it does require job, some, some checks. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it takes me a while. I have some bad starts. Yeah. Nilrim's going to be spending this week or two. Uh, he's going to be making, since he didn't get a level up, he knows what is the material components that he needs for his ship. Uh, he's going to spend the time making the miniature of the ship. Okay. Why don't we go to a, a very early first break because these buffering issues are actually becoming quite problematic and we will be back in just a few moments. Sorry, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Taz's Death. Um, <clears throat> so, you've climbed to the top of the island. You found the entrance in. It's a little hard to get yeah. to. It's a little treacherous of a climb, but surely if someone was wanting to get up here, especially if they had climbing gear or help, it could be a pretty easy way in. Uh, luckily, the entrance is well hidden on the top. So as long as you keep it secret, you can also keep it safe. Yeah. Can I... Not right now, but if I got the right materials, could I somehow... Make it more difficult, perhaps oiling the cliffs or laying well, you, some sort of spikes or something oil like that. the cliffs, you know, the oil will wash away with time. You'd have to, like, re-oil yeah. them every single day. Um, we... You could add spikes, but if you add spikes, then people are going to see that noticed, there's yeah. spikes in an area. The spikes themselves might lead to discovery. Um, yeah. Can we actually say that, like, it is kind of hidden within the base to be able to find, like, the top entrance? 
Is yes. that something that we okay? Because yes. then I think we actually may want to keep it hidden. Yeah, let's not tell the them. fact we have two new prisoners inside who we don't want to find the exit out. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because they could just go up there yeah. and start a fire. And correct. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be so, fucked. So you know, we'll take Wiley and Bobby out sometimes to go on you know their little excursions, but uh, we're gonna keep the entrance actually yeah. hidden just to the four of us. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'll come back DM and like yeah, works have out. this conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Um, right. So we're here for a week. We're healing up. We'll pick no up. No uh, time making the. Yeah, you're doing your ship. Thing. Me and Archie will go back out and pick up Bobby and Wiley at the end of mm-hmm. that trip. And then once everyone's back in base, and the new recruits have been here for a week or two, that we feel comfortable. I guess we head back out onto the open seas. Well, when you go to pick up Wiley and Bobby, um, is it just two of you, or is it the whole party going? Uh, Nilram's not going. He's probably making his figure in. Okay. Yeah, if Sale wants to come, Sale can come. But Sale is paying needs... to protect Nilram. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just the two of us. All right. Well, the two of you will go to pick up Archie and Bobby. And boy, not Archie and Bobby, I'm sorry. Uh, Wiley and Bobby. And boy, does Wiley have a story for you. Captain. Oh. We're on the island. Lovely place. You know, wonderful drinks, happy people. Everyone's got money. Everyone's playing card games. Things are flowing freely. We discovered a couple of things that you might be interested in, Captain. Old Wiley is a... Well, I'm a charmer. I'm a a regular... I mean, look at me. Look how handsome I am with my (laughs) my stabbing knife and my walking foot. You know, everyone likes to talk to old Wiley about this, that, and the other thing. And, um... Not a bad card player myself. All you have to do is fold every hand and you can sit at the table all night long and hear stories. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, of interest. Is that bar still open? I, I don't know. I can't remember the name of it, but I give the name of the bar that we caused the commotion in. The one that Brothels, burned down. Yeah. No. Ah, right. It burns all the way down. That is Aye. unfortunate. All the way to the ground. Well, don't do things by halves. That's what my mother always said. The first story to tell you all Mm -hmm. is that the people, the governor of Angel Island has uh, reached out to the White Prince and offered him twice their normal taxation rates if the White Prince would deploy more forces to the island and keep a more close eye on it and do something about the pirates out here on the Outer Rim. Oh dear, you're talking about us. I figure it must be you all, and I can't think of any other active pirates in these parts, but um, apparently Angel Island is uh, redoubling their loyalties to the White Prince in response to the horrific events of yestermonth. Well, I suppose that's not too unexpected. Uh, Not much we can do with that information, though, I don't think. Hmm. I thought you just might want to be aware in case there's ever an attempt to re- uh, pilfer the place. Already some new fresh troops have come to lay out uh, locations for some extra watchtowers and some new barracks. Don't know when the actual reinforcements will arrive, but the you know first engineering squad has arrived. Interesting. Well, I mean, you guys didn't cause any trouble while you were over there. Nothing too, too bad, I suppose. Well, Bobby ruffled some prince's pants a few times, but other than that, nothing to be ashamed of. Right, well, at least we can uh, send you back there every now and again. You can keep an eye on the place for us. Aye. I must also say, um, 
I'm very good at poker, as I said. I fold every hand so I can stay at the table all night long. Uh, but we're also broke, so it's a good thing you came when you did. <laughs> well, that's what the money's for. Aye, aye. The second thing we found that might be of notice or interest uh, was this rumor that kept getting passed about from some of the locals around here and some of the, uh, the rum runners that bring in supplies from other places. They say they've been sailing past Sulphur Island and seeing a glint from high atop the peak there. You know how the island has that, uh, that butte that rises well above the jungle floor on top of the mountain range. Well, there's something up there. There's some sort of... The the rumor is a a spyglass reflecting sunlight down onto the ships below. Someone or something living rests atop that spire and peers out down to the waves below. Now, people of of Angel Island are a bit superstitious, you know, being right next to the place that the White Prince laid low with the undead. Some say it's the spirit of the Kaiser family taking atop the watchtower, keeping an eye out and keeping all who would come and disturb their dead uh, at bay. I think that's a load of crock. I think there are survivors on the island. I think that they left the the outside, the, the, the shoreline where the White Prince could find them and moved inland and upward. And I think there's a city or a town or a palace on top of the highest butte there with the greatest views all around the island, 360 degrees. I think there's a secret. That is interesting. These people are about the closest things we could uh, naturally find to allies, I suppose. They wouldn't have much love for the the White Prince. What What do you make of this, Archie? You willing to brave the skeletons again, go back there? You know, Captain... They weren't really a match for us last time we were there. Punched them real good. So if they yeah. do want to want another piece of this, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure we'll make it through. But yeah, well, like we got I pretty said, good at jumping over those roofs, right? Yeah, and they don't like the white prince. We don't like the white prince. I can see it. Sale might be interested in it. All right. Well, Wiley. Hey, good work. And I think that's uh, forty gold well spent. So unfortunately. Uh, while you've been gone, the cleaning has stacked up, Bobby, so there will be some work for you, but hopefully now you're feeling nice and refreshed. You know, you understand how generous we are? Ah, going from polishing knobs to polishing floors, Bobby. (laughs) You're a good worker. Uh, Bobby gives a a sheepish grin and uh, sits down while the spectral rowers propel your ship forward through the water. Alright, yeah, so uh, we sail back now. Oh, no, why they seen that before? No, man. I think on this. They have, yes. They've all seen it. Um, right. The whole party gathers together back at your secret base near Port Ferris, near Floatsome Island. Yeah. Um, all right. Once everyone's together and we've shown Wiley and Bobby back to their rooms and sort of got everything settled in, we'll uh, all catch up for food that evening. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain what... Oh, I'll let Wiley tell the story. So you can tell it just as like that and then you'll say so. So what do you think? This sounds pretty interesting. There's no immediate promise of of loot, but we've got plenty of coin, but uh, not many friends. So maybe this could help with the latter there. That's something you're interested in, Sale. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. If we could 
it seems like a very thin lead. I mean, a glint on the top of an island. Um, I'm not sure what it could be. Uh, I also got a little bit of information, and I'll tell them the story that the... Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Mm. The about Bale, like though? The br brother... Something? Brother Brody? Brody. Yes. Uh, brother Brody. Brophy. 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 I'll tell him the story that Brother Brophy told me about uh, my brother Bale. Uh, I think he was in Port Prince was the last time he saw him. And stuff like that. Your brother oh. style. What year well, did you see him? How long ago was this? I asked Brody. A few years back. Year uh, five or six years ago, I think, is the last time I saw him. I don't well, know how long we were, we were trapped together. I felt like decades underground, but he shrugs. Can't what really year say. was it? What year is it now? I'll ask him just. Why, it's been 1,512 <laughs> years since the gods saw fit to bring the, the chaos to the land, since they split Arcadia, and since the storms rose, uh, mountains rose and the storms came. Does that track to what we, like, yeah, would assume? Okay. So no time shenanigans. No time. Sale, you and, your, uh, you and your brother are both from Arcadia, correct? Yeah, we were born and raised there, and our whole family is from there, although not much remains of our family. I think it's just us, and I assume by now my mother is dead. Um, yeah, we're yeah, from Arcadia. Yeah. Brody, this uh, this chap, this bale chap, he speak with an accent? Hi. Sound like sail? Sound like me? I'm close enough. Maybe it really is him, sail. That's the whole reason you're here, isn't it? At least it was. I like, I like sigh reluctantly. It's like, I mean, I guess I'm here to save my brother. That's what you told me on the docks in Redport. Hate to think you lied to me. It's why I'm here, but it's not. I don't. Not much love is lost between me and my brother. I see. I see. Well, if we're going after our life goals, uh, Mr. Brophy. Do you know anything about the Fountain of Youth? Noah asked sarcastically. He shakes his head, but Wiley kicks a foot up on the table and goes, You don't know the secrets of the Fountain of Youth? Why, it's a tale as old a time around here. How do you think the White Prince continues to rule generation after generation, despite him being human-born? His life like has been shark. unnaturally extended. I hadn't realized this fellow had been around so long. Mm, how, how long has he been in he charge? Been He's been yeah. ruling the Dardens for 80-something years now, but even before he came to power, he was, uh, before he came to rule, he was a old man. Now? I mean, I don't Seems know for me... certain, but he must be at least 120 years old. Seems to me, from what I've seen, he's a necromancer. Or he's just half-elf. Yeah, well, elf around here. The necromancer due to the fact of what what we've seen, Captain. You that can't a be a necromancer and a cleric of a stare at the same time, right? Do we know that this man's a cleric. A, I don't think he's a cleric of a stare. Well, if he is, can a stare grant longer life? Well, Gods mean, can do as that, they please. I think they haven't. Would be a... They they limited the lifespan of humans for a reason. They know we're the greatest species of all, the most cunning and crafty, wisest and most intelligent. Able to take on any tasks, most adaptable to every environment, but they cursed us with such short lives. 
Wiley, I, you sound like you've read a lot more books than your life, I'd see, would suggest. How do you even turn pages with that hand of yours? I don't read. I listen. I keep my ears open. You know, the gods gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. You listen twice as much as you speak. That's very wise. Mm, mm-hmm. I read it in very a self-help wise. book once. So yeah, I'm the opposite. I can't, can't stop talking. My eyes are terrible. Hmm. Well, is it decided? We'll go to uh, Sulphur Island again tomorrow. Where do you say your Brophy, where'd you say this bail chap is? Prince Port? Why's that? Uh, yeah, saw him last in Prince Port years back. It's uh, in the Midlands. Ah. So, well, well, I, another one, I want for another day, perhaps, sale. Yeah, perhaps. But at the very least, we're on the same page that maybe there'd be someone useful there. Yeah. Although, <laughs> he might not be happy to see me, considering I'm the reason he still was in prison for so long. Was he in prison when you last saw him, Brophy? No, we had gotten out together. Uh, released because no one was there to pay either of our ransoms for however long we were trapped in that pit together. That hellhole of a pit. You didn't uh, just cut your throats. Uh, you know, someone keeps you captive for so many years. And eventually when they find you're not worth anything, they just let you go. I suppose uh, we were kept somewhere on the same island as Port Prince um, on up in the mountains uh, and we came down followed the river got to the big lake and followed that down to the cap uh, to the city all right well you keep that information up there we, we might need it one day but for now I think we'll stick to the outer rim yeah I agree I think Silver Island might be a good a good target here Especially because we've already been there, we know the lay of the land, we know at least most of the threats that face us there are basically yeah. you know, the undead, who I think uh, pointed Archie, I think he can deal with them pretty well. Yeah, uh, well if you the... recall, they didn't wake up straight away, we might be able to run, run through the town yeah. before they get up. I'm putting the Kaiser family book on my sheet, um, I think mm-hmm. if there are Kaisers on the island, this will be a wealth of knowledge for us to talk to them about with, mm-hmm. so... Did oh. we get the the family seal as well, Koibu? Uh, I, I can't. Did we get like a sigil or like a ring? I don't have it on the party sheet or on my sheet, so I don't think we did. I don't think so. Okay. So I mean, our plan was to go back to where the goblins were and check up on it, or at least that area. So I think we sailed there via Sulphur, Sulphur Island. Mm-hmm. You definitely got you definitely got the Lady Sulphur's ring uh, that had the seal on it. If I remember correctly, you pulled it off her corpse. Uh, I mean, that was a, a fanciful ring, but it, it was a, a. I don't think oh, it was like a thumb. It, did, yeah. it wasn't like a signet ring, but it was like a, oh, a, a wealthy. No, did we? Did we keep that? Or did we ring. give that to Vangel? We have a platinum necklace with sapphire and diamonds on our sheet. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we gave that away to Nightingale. Oh well, yeah. never mind then. Sorry, I misremembered. No, it's oh, right. could, could I bring the uh, children's book with me to practice reading while I'm sailing? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. All right, off we go. There we have it, yeah. Make right. sure to have a word with Wiley and, you know, keep an eye on the two new people because they might try something funny and you need to be ready to do something about it if it happens. Captain, I think that we should show Wiley the 
exit so that you yeah. can defend against it. That's um, a good idea. All right, so let's yeah. let's do that. We'll uh, after the end of this conversation, you know, I'll stand up and say, Wyatt, come with me. I want to I want to show you something." I come, and I'll uh, flax along him up. with you. I guess I'll like pull the candlestick or something that makes the secret door open. The wall, or... like. <sighs> mm -hmm. um, it uh, is a a specific brick, maybe six feet off the ground, that needs to be pushed in, and then there's a, a latch behind it that turns the wall. Now uh, we, I quickly come in. And I'll like go in and close it behind me. Mm -hmm. We found this while we were searching. Uh, this is a way out. It's not locked by the magic spell. I'm showing you because while we're away, there's a chance that somebody might try this or find it. You need to make sure that first off that Bobby and uh, the others don't find this thing and don't tell them about it. And also, if there's a weakness to this place, it's here. So just wanted you to be aware. I don't suppose you're going to make a run for it anywhere, which is why I'm telling you. He regards you for a moment before placing the flat of his knife blade on your shoulder. I'm glad you trust me, Captain. It's, uh... It's a weird thing being on the bottom of the totem pole after being on the top for so long. But I'm glad to have earned your trust. You're not on the bottom of the totem pole, Wiley. You're in the least... Well, easily the top four runks. I give him a nod. Oh? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just jeshing uh, with the others, but I consider you one of the, the main crew here. The other three, they're prisoners. You're not a prisoner. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. That's all right. It's all right. Come on, let's get no. you a drink. The seas and winches and, and storms. Aye, aye. It's a storm. That's what's got in my eye, he says, rubbing it with the... Uh, Gently tapping with the, the point of his blade, trying to wipe away. Sure, little, but it's the the love of a of a woman while you were on Angel Isle. I'm sure brings out the emotions in you. Scrumbles <laughs> under his breath uncomfortably <laughs> for a little while, um, and soon the party is together and ready to set sail for Sulphur Island once more. Nilrim shows the crew his uh, miniature that he made of the ship. Completely identical. Wow, that is amazing, Miller. Hi, we're gonna put it in the. We're gonna, we're gonna make this ship super small, and we're gonna put it in a bottle. Basically, what Nilrim's saying is just fucking crazy, and I hope that none of you believe it. But... <laughs> How did you? Are you just carving this, or did you stuck parts of this together? Like, is it some? Is it an amazing feat of engineering, Neil, or is it more just like a, a reasonable model? It's a pretty amazing feat of engineering. It is a, a scale exact model of your existing ship um, with, you know, the, the mast up and with a sail around the mast inside of like a, a booze bottle, which is clearly, you know, the, the ship won't actually fit in here. And somehow he's managed to put or build the ship inside the bottle. I'll be impressed. I'm just like, this is a masterful feat of crafting. Uh, no room. Well done. Although, what is it for? Well, it's to shrink our ship and put it inside the bottle. Oh. I thought you were going to put it on the mantelpiece. No. <laughs> well, I can't do it yet, so I'm going to keep it here, but hopefully soon, figure it out completely. Uh, but yeah, this took Nilrum two weeks of this is all he did. You bringing it? You bringing it with us? No, no, no. Uh, I'm going to leave it in the 
<clears throat> the the magician's room. Yeah, the magician's room. Yeah. The wizard's room. <laughs> the wizard's room, yeah. The laboratory, right? Yes. Yeah. So he'll go put yeah, it in yeah. there. He'll lock, he'll wizard lock the door and, uh, yep, we have one of those ready to go. All right. Keep your wits about you. We don't know what's going to be on this place. If there's skeletons, if there's giant ogre zombies, there could be all sorts down there. So who knows what we'll find when we'll go digging around. Let me yep. figure out my spell list. Just make it 100%. Same. I got to do my sailing list. But I'm good to go, I think. I'm just going to go around to the people who are left and just ask them, like, hey, is there anything you want while we're out if we get a chance to pick it up? Just kind of like trying to like build a little bit of rapport with them. Like maybe nice. the cook lady wants like an extra skillet or something or like small knickknacks or tools that they need. Hmm. All right. I'm going to make some Stockholm syndrome checks. See how they feel about you guys at this point in time. Uh, Janet. Is mostly terrified. Um, nice. You ask her what she wants, and she meekly replies that she doesn't want anything. Just you know, time alone to to spend in prayer. Maybe is there a chapel, a place where she can go and pray? She would love to spend more time praying to the gods uh, alone uh, in peace. I'll point her to the harbor and be like, "That's the chapel there. <laughs> That's the ocean. You can just pray to the ocean." And then I'll walk away without explaining. <laughs> uh, Brophy. On the other hand, is coming around pretty quickly. This isn't his first time being ca captured by pirates, and um, granted, he is once again being held in an underground lair without any ability to escape. But this time, it's not a, a six by six pit that he's got to shit in with like one other good. dude. You know, this is okay, a pretty less. step up. Yeah, yeah. and hey, yeah. the guy that I was trapped in a pit with last time. His brother's one of the captors this time. You know, it's not as bad. Fate. It could be worse. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of room to walk around. There's other people. There's this interesting Wiley character. There's a cook. Like, things are oh, good. Oh, well. You know, oh, so. I'll also let the party know that I had promised Brophy that we would consider his time served if I was able to find my brother off of his information. Mm. And that we would agree on some amount to discount him. Uh,. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Normal ask, Bobby. Now that you're number two at a home base, you know, you have a mm -hmm. lot of responsibility. Wiley can still kick your ass, but if those others try to kick your ass, you better fight like hell. All right? Is there anything you need while we're out? <clears throat> number two? A cudgel. A good cudgel. <laughs> You know, a, a club that inspires fear. Maybe something with, like, a skull in the end that you beat people with. That way I can keep That's... these landlubbers in mind. Normal grab little Bobby's, uh, you know, his bicep. You're not the strongest, little Bobby. Maybe you shouldn't be thinking all the time with your strength and muscles. You need to start doing what I do. Think with your head. You're a charismatic fellow, all right? Not going to be bringing you home a cudgel. The next time... Think of a better request, and maybe you'll get it. Normal, step out and leave. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Little Bobby is crestfallen. <laughs> he says nothing to you before you leave. Good. And eventually, the party sets out. And after a day and a half of sailing, Sulphur Island appears on the horizon. It has a mountain range running down the center of it. On the eastern corner is where you guys last 
uh, settled, and that's where the city is. And you can see from as soon as the island comes into view, this massive butte right here that sort of sticks up above the rest of the island. This this area here. Whoops. Um, can we do this also area. Do perception checks to see if we see the glinting Glint. light? Yes, uh, we can get that in just a moment. This thing over here is like a, a large plateau that rises 100 feet or so above the coastline. And then on top that plateau is this like concentric series of buttes that rises up even higher. This is maybe, you know, 500 feet above this, which is, you know, 100 feet above the ground. So it's uh, quite the impressive tower built onto this island. And the whole thing, this whole like upper plateau is just like a, a jungly, hot, sweltering terrain, which you can see from quite yeah. the distance. The if you tower. remember back in town over here on the point, there was like a switchback that did lead to the to the mm. mesa above where you could get to the the jungly area um but that's that's the only the entrance you right know here. yeah the town's right here um there are probably other ways onto the mesa from somewhere else but you know of one you got to go through the town full of undead to get to it mm. so that's fine how... they didn't get up immediately we can probably yeah. just run through it Okay. Dock the ship. Tie the ship at the the pier. Is the other side desert? desert? Let's go. Let's go around the island. Yeah. Because we have all the time in the world, and just look. You know. We should be able to see if the like the plateau is like shot smaller anywhere. Let's Mm -hmm. do a quick around the island. Great. Okay. So you go all the way around the island to get a good view of it. Um, this northern side over here is mostly like uh, sort of grassland with some scattered trees and forest around it. There's enough trees that you can't really see what the inside looks like. You can see maybe you know a mile along the coastline as you go around, and then what beyond that, um, excuse me. What type of trees? Are these like Oak sprawling, trees. like redwood trees? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So not super tall, but they do have like very wide tops. Um, and they're scattered enough that you can see between them fairly easily. Like they wouldn't get in the way of traveling. But they do, after like a mile of oak trees, block any further inland um, vision. What about when we get to this corner here? Mm-hmm. Can I, do I see the, like the canopy rise up like a hundred feet or? Yeah. Uh, wait. You do see the mesa, which is still like about a hundred feet off the the ground, the sea level. Yes. And then there's so another set of mountains around, right. right here, right? This. But it, this at no not... point did the mesa seem lower than a hundred feet as we circle the island. Right. Yeah. It feels very much like one, just like lifting up of earth, and it's now just a flat section, hundred feet off the ground. Well, I don't think we can. So having got back around to the dock. I'll say, I don't think we can waste the time looking around the whole island for another switchback. We know where one is. We should just go to that. I agree with that. Did we see anything else of interest going around the island? There is a river that leads out over here, and there's another river that exits over here. Uh, which for some reason... Uh, well, you have a pretty uh, shallow boat. This type of boat is actually workable going up rivers. It would be a 
different experience paddling up the rivers. Um, you might at some point come across a sandbar or an, a rocky area that is too uh, thin to pass. Or you could be able to sail all the way up the river. Um, you'd have to you'd have to go up to find out. Ask the captain if he wants to. I am interested in it. It, it might be something be... in that lake. The best thing in the world would be us not getting spotted and our boat not being taken as well, um, especially with it being hot. So I think going up the river might be the best. No reason not to try it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we can make this decision as we cross the river, maybe now. Mm hmm. Yeah. So in our circling of the island. Yeah, you, you circle the island once. You would, you know, come from here and then you go around. You see this. You talk about it. You circle the rest of the island. You come back to the, the one dock that sticks out right in the view of all the shipping lanes that would come back and forth. You know, you can see the town. You can see the dock. If you park your boat there, that'll be obvious to anybody sailing by. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Are you going to want a um, navigation check for this going up the river? Uh, we will do a couple of things if we're going to go up the river. Is that what we gonna are go, settled we're upon? Go the river. Yeah. All right. You can put your boat into the water and with your spectral rowers propel up the river. I am going to need a navigation check um, from you, Mr. Mooton. Natural 20. Natural 20. Yes. The river is treacherous. There are a few places that look pretty sketchy to get through, but being the fantastic navigator you are, and you found yourself a nice long 30 foot pole that you can like poke off of the front of the ship to see which areas you can pass through. You find a section of rocks that would scrape the bottom of your boat and find a way to sort of navigate around them however we're going to need someone to actually do the very careful steering around the rocks right the navigator is sort of sounding ahead finding the right path to go now we need someone skilled at the helm to be able to follow Mooton's instructions and not um smash the ship on these rocks so it's not seamanship yeah uh well someone Whoever's not doing the um, rowers will need to do a seamanship check. Oh, I guess, I guess I'm doing the rowers. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it's me or sail. If you've got seamanship sail, it's going to be better. Yeah, I've got seamanship. <clears throat> yeah. All right, so, so you, give you us a seamanship check. You would probably be on the front, check. like, shouting out things to Nero. Yeah. Like, Rock on the left? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do the check. Ten yeah. degrees right! Up starboard! Five degrees port! Yes. With Nilrum showing you the way, Archie propelling you forward and sail at the helm, you can navigate around the first couple sets of nasty rocks and pitfalls and make your way up the river. On both sides of you, the jungle branches lean deep over the river, making it a nice shadowy, shady rowing. Um, The river is fairly slow, it's mostly at sea level or, you know, just ever so slightly above. So there's not a lot of um, heavy currents against which you row. While the three of you are focused on these tasks, that leaves Captain Winters to be the lookout, to be seeing what else is happening in this yeah. jungle. Can I explain something before we go any further? Please. Before we would have went up this, no one knows there's a million trees, okay? We know it's really rocky going up the river. 
I don't want anybody falling under the boat, so I think that we should have all tied ourselves to the boat, specifically. Would everybody in the crew be okay with this? It's not necessary. It is. I, you guys can tie it. I'm not tying myself. Okay, I'm I tie myself. Ricky's not doing that shit either. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. I, I didn't quite follow. Why are you tying yourself to the boat? Question. I don't want to fall out of the boat. And I also don't want these trees to grab me and pull me out of the boat. So ah, I'm to the boat. You're worried you know, that the trees are. Well, right. I'll have myself loosely tied to the back of the boat. Thank you. You think <laughs> the trees are going to come out and grab you, sail? It's like. They could. No, no. It's a pretty small boat. We hit a rock. You're going in the drink, man. Uh, That's not what he said. He's talking about trees grabbing you. I think that's No, no first off, said the rock and falling out. Well, hopefully we won't be hitting any rocks, right, Nora? Well, hopefully not, but things happen. And it seems like you're too stupid to plan for the worst, so good luck, Perhaps Captain. Yep. No, I'm tired. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm right. on lookout here, you know, with my legendary eight perception. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I have no other useful skills, so I will uh, I'll keep lookout. Well, Captain... Give me a perception check for what sorts of things you might be able to spot in the jungle. Spyglass should give him a bonus, surely. Oh, yeah, it gives me advantage. Bonus right of now. one. Yeah. Uh, it's advantage. It, it, the spyglass might be advantage for trying to spot something distant uh, on the horizon, but when you're trying to scan the jungle around you, the spyglass only narrows your field of view. Oh, yeah, I just see a goblin's toenail. Perhaps this is why you rolled a 10, is because you're using the spyglass to scout the jungle around you, and you just, like, your field of view is so small, you see nothing but trees and parrots and, you know, birds of paradise. Yeah. And, it's all about know. the image for Winters. Mm-hmm. It's got the hat with the feather, the spyglass, one foot on the edge of the boat. Yar! You know, that kind of thing. Your showboating. Give us a charisma check to see how well you're Yeah, there we go. Please. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> He's not doing anything, but he looks like he's in charge. He he's a proper cool, CEO <laughs> of this ship. Exactly. Okay. You sail your way up the river. Um, you don't see any threats. You do manage to navigate past all of the deadfalls, all the, the pitfalls that might be around here, until eventually you break out into a massive lake. It must stretch like a mile and a half in each direction. It is quite large. It's almost rounded. There is a single river leading into it, um, which comes from a waterfall that drops off that mesa. As soon as you break out of the trees into the lake, you can see the 100-foot cascade against the back of the mesa, which then drops down to another little river that floods into the lake. Um, and then there's jungle all the way around you and a little tiny wooden dock on the far side of the lake near the river that leads from the waterfall. All right. Well, I point it out. I see it in the spyglass, you know, straight away. There's a little dock down there, guys. I think that's uh, got to be where we should be heading. Oh, Does do the I dock see any of those at all? Um, the dock does look quite old. There is a rowboat tied up to it. Um, you can see a thatched roof sort of beyond the dock within the shade of the jungle, but you don't see any people standing around. The rowboat is tied with some hempen rope to the dock, and it is just sort of like maybe 
at at rope's length away from the 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 dock itself. So maybe fifteen feet out, just sort of floating in the water. Is is the dock by the waterfall? It is by the river that leads from the waterfall. So it's like on this map, it's like right over here ish. Yeah, okay. Well, let's sail in. Yeah. Might be a good place to put the boat for the night. Yeah. Should be safe here. Or just as long as those. I'll look around the trees. Those monkeys don't like mess with the boat. I remember last time we were here. Whatever that thing was, it threw something at me. And it nearly got me killed. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was funny. As we get close, I, I guess, normal lightly call out. Uh. Know, superstitiously because there's a there's a building you said yeah there's a statue mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh call out uh we mean no harm we're just here visiting the island we saw glints on the way and uh we <coughs> not members of the white prince wanted to come check it out uh we know what happened on sulfur island here and the atrocities and um we're here for the uh kaiser family you know Nice work, Nora. Um, you know, when we get to the tree line, Neil, you know, as we step off the dock, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, but someone in charge just said it. Can I, like, take some of my rations, maybe some seeds, you know, little bits of dried fruit? Uh-huh. Try and get maybe a little parrot to come down and try like, hang out for a bit, eat some seeds and that. Mm, you want to try and attract some of the local wildlife to you? Parrot. Like a genius. Idea. I see a parrot in a tree. I'm just going to offer it, you know, some seeds, and I'm not expecting to take it home with me. Just getting used to them. Well, as you get to the dock, the first thing you see is there is a corpse in that rowboat, a skeletal corpse of a person. Um, they are laying down in it. There is a blanket that probably has blown on top of them since they've died, because it's not, like, nice and neatly on them, but it does cover them from the, the chest downward, and out above their head are the outstretched, rotted away skeletal arms. Not but white bone remain, all the flesh having been eaten away by scavengers, insects. This like. isn't our old robots, is it? Or was that guy who escaped on our rowboat? Yeah. There was a person who escaped on your rowboat. Um, this rowboat does not look like it unless it has somehow been affected by a great amount of time since you last departed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it holds together still. It does still hold water. Um, there's a little bit of water inside of it, probably from rain having come down. Uh, and it just sort of has this older aesthetic to it. Sure. Well, you know, it's no use to us. Mm-hmm. And... Uh... How, how long does the body look dead? The yeah. It's been turned to bone. So it's many months to, you know, decades, years. Okay. At a certain point, it becomes hard to identify the age of a corpse. Nelrin, if you go and poking around on that, just be careful. I think might wake up. I know. No one carefully searches getting ready to jump away if it moves. Mm-hmm. Well, you've pulled your boat to the dock. You've tied to it in order for Nilram to hop out and pull the rowboat over and inspect it. So why don't we take our first break as Nilram carefully, cautiously, leans over the rowboat and begins to inspect the skeleton there. We'll come back on the other side of our break with a little more Tides of Death. 
second break. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Nilrum, you reach into the boat. Cautiously, and... carefully, and he's expecting the skeleton to come alive. But yeah. But what is it in. that you're attempting to do? Check around. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can reach the skeleton. You can pull back the blanket and find nothing but rotted skeleton underneath the hull of the boat here sort of uh, deep with water and slick with algae but the skeleton does not arouse it does not move it does not fight um, there any uh rings on him like identifiers is there you know I'm looking there's around the for, like, rotted maybe. remains of a belt buckle um the leather long ago having been eaten or worn away and just the like rusted lock of the belt buckle still around his waist you can tell because it's a male because of the small hips. Anything in there, Nilrim? I look, nothing else is in here. Um, I... a broken oar, you know, some rotted bags with nothing left in them at all. Empty flask? Broken glass. Okay, he died drinking. That's good. I shake my head. Doesn't look like there's anything in here. All right, there's a few more buildings around here. Let's go take a look and then uh, let's see if we can... If there's a town here, there's probably a way up the mesa from down here somewhere. And on. Um, can I inspect the corpse and just see if I can ascertain if there's like a very obvious way he died? Like a crack to the skull or, you know, using anatomy, ideally? Yeah, give me your oh, anatomy we... check, please. 21 oh. is a success. Uh, whatever cause of death this was left no marks on the bones. It must have been like soft tissue damage or poison or old age or alcoholism. Uh, maybe something ripped open like his throat. Maybe he starved. Yeah. Yeah. But it okay. wasn't like it wasn't a weapon attack. Usually that would leave some sort of mark on a bone somewhere. Maybe he had his throat slit and then was left in the boat. Who knows? We go yeah, and check I'll... the hatch. Yeah, all right. Let's look around. Oh, you want to check the hatch on the base? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I thought there was, like, a thatch. Sorry, I meant thatch. Like, ah, uh, yes, the thatched building nearby. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you walk up towards the building, and very quickly you notice that there is a, a section of ground here that has been broken away. Um, once upon a time, this had been some sort of pit trap but has been activated some time ago. The the things, the branches that lean over are snapped down inside, and below there are some spikes with some water in it. And you can see the like scattered remains of a small creature in here, some sort of bipedal, um, you know, monstery thing, like a like a oh. large bird. Um, just down here. Yeah, dead. Long, long dead. Its remains have been picked away. Its bones have been scattered, probably by snakes that have slipped down there or other creatures that have crawled down to eat it and then left the bones behind. Like it died in the pit trap. Yeah, like it fell through the pit trap and then was died and then has been just sitting there for a long time. Mm. Well, keep your Uh, eyes out for traps, I guess. Yeah, there might be more of them. Uh, Is the Mm. trap big enough, say, for a human to fall into it? Oh, yeah. It looks like a, a man trap as we might call them. Yeah, well, we go around it. Mm-hmm. Poking. Yeah, easy to avoid. Most I of the ground here looks pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And I poke everywhere. You poke, 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 tap, tap, tap. The classic. 
Yeah. You can make your way to the village, to the, this thatched roof building. The door is stuck open, um, like pushed into the building and then like sort of off kilter so it doesn't close anymore. And you can see there is a, a very large triangle carved in the front of the door with a little ring on each corner of the triangle. The unmistakable symbol of a stare. God of order. God of law. Well, Loser looks like, looks like the white prince got to these guys as well. Mm-hmm. Should we go in? Or should we yeah. just go up to the butte? Yeah. Well, we don't know the way up. Let's have a look what's here. You can search this area. It does appear to be long left over and long ruined, um, but not ransacked. Uh, as you see, there's this building, and there's a few more behind it in the, the canopy of the jungle. And digging around through these things, you will actually find what appears to be 60 pieces of silver, 10 pieces of gold, and 100 pieces of copper. Sort of tucked away, you know, this in this drawer, this in like a, a hidey spot behind this, uh, behind a, a loose floorboard over here. Whatever little vi- money this village had. Um, Pocket change to honor. Can we get like the make? All coins are impounded, like with like a symbol or like where yes. it's from. Yeah, what? Yes. Where? Where are we at? With that? Uh, these seem to be pretty mixed coinage in here. Some of them look like they have symbols of Arcadia on them, of the great Eridonian Ar- uh, kings and queens. Some of them are old coins from the Dardens, back from before the rise of the White Prince. Uh, a few of them are so exotic as to not be able to tell where they would have been from, but they're all about you know the same size, just different things stamped on them. A couple of them even look to be elven. Two, uh, a handful of the coppers look to be dwarven. Big scattering. Alright, I mean I add them to the party sheet, but let's just remember that we've got coins from other places if we need them. That is interesting and nice to have, yeah. Why would they even have co- all these coins like this here? Don't know. Trade could bring coins from many places. Do we see any of these coins in circulation at the moment? Like, or is everything white prince currency? No, you do see various coinages okay. in circulation here. White prince coinage is the most um, prominent. It, it yeah. appears that the white prince has either been trying to remove the other ones from circulation or like melting them down and restriking them so that his image is on each coin. All the coins from the Dardens have like. The, it, the profile image of the white prince on one side, and when you flip it over, it has the triangle of a stare on the back side. Like the queen, yeah. Mm. Uh, is there a path, then, if we've searched? Yes, um, there is some semblance of a path. It's overgrown by now, but you can see what was once a path by some, like, old railings that are still in place, That like, and a, a small little footbridge that goes over a little creek. Um, these things do tend to wind in the direction of the waterfall. Yeah, all right. Let's check it out. Maybe there's uh, something behind the waterfall. Always check behind waterfalls. Yeah. <sighs> you know, if there's, video games to know. If there's nothing behind the waterfall, then it's a shitty game that isn't Lazy doing things right. And if there yeah. is something behind the waterfall, then it's a dumb trope and they're dumb <laughs> for doing it. It's a... <laughs> You can't win, Neil. No, you can't. Nope. If there's a waterfall, you've already fucked up. Yep. But get uh, it. water elemental behind it. That's quite good. Yeah, check. You just get killed. <laughs> it's not a wire waterfall. It's just a giant piss stream. Uh, who's in the front of the party? 
as you go through the jungle. Uh, the captain? I am, yeah, of course. I am. Oh, I am. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's probably third. Sails last. Well, sail and argue for themselves. Yeah, yeah Archie. Sail can be at the back. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the back. All right. Our party winds through this area. Um, it turns into a, um, a small little, uh, uh, not quite a canyon, but like next to an old dry river uh, creek bed that you are walking along as you come through the jungle. Um, and can I get, uh, can I get perception checks at disadvantage from everyone in the party? That means roll them twice and take the worst one. The jungle here is dense and thick. And there are a lot of noises from creatures about, which makes it hard to spot anything that might be coming through, unless you are the mighty, mighty wizard Nilrum, oh. who perceives all things as they happen in real time. Uh, Nilrum, you've noticed that birds nearby have grown a little bit more quiet. Everything else is much as it was before, but... Everything around you has just gotten a little bit more still, uncomfortably so. It's setting off flags in the back of your mind. This what does can't that tell be safe. Them? There must be something that has scared the local wildlife. Something's oh, um, some sort of monster, some sort of large predator, some sort of people nearby that have managed to like scare off the critters of the forest. Mm. I mean, I'll explain it to the party, but. Why, you think there's something I, here? Well, I'm not sure. I don't think that means much to me, but the birds seem to think there's something here, so, you know, be on the lookout, he says. Yeah, keep an eye out. It could just be able to scare them. Clicks his They're used to being by themselves here. On. We disregard your warning. Yeah, we do. Excellent. Come. Yeah, we no. Uh, you <laughs> keep going forward. You come to a little section where you can see and coming towards you at we go a carefully. quick pace oh, is shoot. a very large monster. I'm going to Imagine bring you one. to the <laughs> combat page. Um, before you it. can get the magic missile off, let me at least tell you what it is that's coming towards you. Holy shit. It is a bipedal creature with a three-foot-long skull, rims of sharp, pointy teeth, a long tail to balance it, stubby little arms. If it were to stand up fully erect, it might be like 16 feet long, but it doesn't stand up. It leans forward, holding its tail out to balance it precariously on its two thick, monstrous thighs. This big ol' owl is a predator, and it has seen Captain Went John Winters. Let's all roll initiative. Okay, how hard is the animal handling objective, guy? (laughs) Um, You know, there's only one way to find out. Why don't you roll into initiative with an animal handling check? That's a three on your initiative. And uh, we'll see if you can, what you can do here. How tall did you say this boy is? If it were to stand up, it'd probably be like, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 feet tall. But when it's leaned forward, it's only like eight feet. And right Mm -hmm. now it's leaned forward. Only eight feet. Yeah. Um... Wait, before Sale rules that, because I think he would know. Would uh-huh. this creature be able to be able to stopped by entangle? Oh, is this yeah. a huge or gigantic or incredibly strong creature? This is a ooh. It is right on the border between large and huge. Uh, I think we'll classify it as large for our purposes here. Entangle probably wouldn't work. Well, I think it 
you might, know, might, if there were just grasses, it might not work, but there's also trees. Um, and Entangle does affect all the things. So if, if the creature fails at save, it will be able to break through more quickly than a, a normal person could. Um, but a, And if it passes at save, it clearly gets through. But you should be able to at least slow it down a little bit. Nice. All right, stay perfectly still. I won't say this. <laughs> you want to risk your life? How'd that, that work for him? <laughs> yeah, I saw it once in a movie. I had it in a tail at a tavern. I'm out of pocket. You can't trust those silly bards, Captain. <laughs> That's true, you're right. <laughs> All right, you're right. Uh, sail. You rolled in with a 12. Oh, you're doing a tangle? You don't want an animal handling it? You know what? This thing is huge, and uh, I don't have animal handling proficient, so I'll just try to entangle it. <laughs> Those are some wise decisions you've made there. Snilrum, you are at the top of the initiative order. Nine damage. Pop, pop, pop. Magic missiles. Unleash and poke through this creature. One through the chest, one through the face, another through the big, massive tail behind it. It lets out a frustrated roar as no, it, you hit it. Archie, it's your turn. Archie will run at it, jump into the air, <laughs> and try to punch its face. Right? It's leaning forward with its jaws open in a ferocious a streak, ready to eat your hands. Go ahead and make me an attack roll. Plus two for charge, minus one to Ooh. your AC. 26 is a great blow. You land it straight on the creature's massive jo- bony jaws and do... Nine points of damage. Whap! One blow wait, wait. to the creature. I, I, I land on make the ground. Sorry, guys. Squat ahead. down and jump up again to give it an uppercut. <laughs> right underneath <laughs> it. You snap its head upwards. Oh my <laughs> god, Archie! Uh, with the magic missiles and the two serious blows to the creature's head, it is looking dazed, confused. Um, but it's also hungry and Wait, mad. Just, to, just to make sure, though, I don't think Archie should be rolling a plus nine, should he? Uh, he gets four and four three, three is seven. Three. I think the two is including the charge, so that would be nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Did that you seems... charge or something, right? I oh, no, no. It's four from level... Oh, there's a blessing enabled in here for some reason. Ah, so yeah. two from level, four from level, one from strength, three from mastery should bring strength us to eight, eight or okay. five, eight. Yeah, that's correct. And then another two. So yeah, that's all perfect. Um, your damage is great and terrible, but big ol' Al over here will chomp right back at you with his teeth. The ten. Ugh. Miss. It's a weak blow. His his jaws don't work so well anymore after having cracked with a large set of brass knuckles and bringing the tail around to the side. He will get it caught <laughs> on a tree and cannot get you with tail nor with jaw, Captain John Winters. So sorry, right. I was getting ready to like receive this thing's charge, but seeing uh, Archie like Superman punch it in the face and then uppercut it. I'll uh, come around here like this and see if I can't get a flank attack or like this maybe. Um, Probably not. No, the creature is too 
big and its mouth is too the range is too wide if you were to get it anywhere within this striking range you'd be like provoking attack of opportunity so frontal right. only um that's it uh, you thrust with the rapier, finding one of those already wounded and weakened spots hit by Archie, doing no additional significant damage, but irritating the creature. Sail. Um, a lapin with oh. a taga? Nope. No dice. Nope. Yeah, Nothing I was, but thin uh, air. I was casting uh, Entangle, and uh, I kind of see the lizard get messed up, and now I'm kind of regretting casting Entangle, because I'm like, hmm, seems a bit pointless. But yeah. regardless, I'll probably like cast it in this general area. Yeah. yeah. You throw down a nice big old zone of entanglement. The creature will make a saving throw. Its legs caught. These very these trees right around here just lean over and start to grasp onto it. Uh, and that is when you hear the shrill, like, clawing, shrieking sound. Sort of like, ah, ah, um, of other smaller monsters in the nearby area which are now rolling into initiative for the next round. Will everyone please roll me initiative for round two? It's the reserve monsters if you kill the Allosaurus in like one round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, okay, fuck you guys. There's 20, 12 raptors. Um, I'm going to roll. <laughs> tell me if this is fine. Norm's going to wait three, mm-hmm. and then he's going to roll in for uh, magic missile. But I want to hit the reserve monsters that are coming in. Mm. So is that fine? at rolling plus four for a magic missile instead of one because he'll wait for a little bit and then he'll go or do you want me to go at the end of the turn um so I like what you're doing yeah right I like what you're doing the 2e has this has this whole concept of if you are um, hit before your initiative comes up you mm-hmm. lose your spell and so it sort of does prevent spells from being readied spell i just want to be able to see them if that makes sense if that's cool got it okay so yes yes you can um slow down the casting time of your spell just by adding more to your initiative but you'll still be interrupted if you're hit first yeah that's that's fine yep great what were you saying ready i'm specifically like readying an attack to to block i guess to like protect Mm -hmm. me and uh milram so like try to get close to him and protect both of us perfect Okay. Uh, did everyone roll their initiative? Everyone except for the raptor, or the Allosaurus did. Don't worry, he's dead. Diggle Owl. Okay. Uh, we will start off the second round. Uh, coming in from up top are these much smaller scavenger bipedal creatures. They have... um. Where's my where's my artwork? They look something like this. Oh, little comfy ones. Oh, like that. Oh, they do have feathers. Mm-hmm. They got long, strong leg, uh, th- strong legs, long tail, big jaws, and the sort of like protective colored feathering all over them, probably for you know, attracting mates for insulating against warmth and for a little added protection against their uh, gentle skin. The first three of these creatures are going to kind of... sound like. Mr. Mooton, can you give us an impression? No. <laughs> That's not. 
They they chirp as they come (laughs) on in. They get to a a very near point of range where they can see you, but they don't immediately hop into the fray. These small scavengers look like they're waiting to pick apart the remains of whatever happens in this battle, looking for those leftover things. Uh, Captain Winters, you're next. Get him! 16. 16 will do it. Your rapier strikes home, cutting through flesh. Five damage. Five damage almost does it. it... And then with the the dagger. Oh, oh the dagger slashes high, but gets nowhere. Um, more of the little raptors come on in, cocking their heads side to side, assessing the situation, looking at these people. They're small. They're sort of soft looking. They don't really look like they can defend themselves. Nilrum. Uh, my turn? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going 1d4 plus one at one, and 1d4 plus the other at the other. Ooh, <laughs> minimum minimum damage. damage. Oof. Just enough to smack them. Boom. And, or sorry, probably boom and, yeah, probably boom and boom. So this one, right. and this one. One you bring to half HP, one you bring to two-thirds HP. Unlucky rules, um, The creatures sort of squawk and bounce back in surprise at seeing this and wait to assess the situation. Big Al over here. Oh, he's got two creatures next to him. So he's going to open up with his tail again. Oh, no, he's sort of entangled. Um, we're going to give Big Al um, a penalty on his attack. Since he is big enough to sort of still move through the brush, I will just give him maybe a minus four on this attack roll that he's about to roll right here. Whoosh! A 14 will come with his tail, and it sort of sweeps through in a like a striking motion across. Does a 14 hit either of you? I leap over the tail as it comes across. Mm. What about you, Archie? Um, I'll do the same. I guess you both leap over the, the slow-moving giant dinosaur tail that gets caught in the branches around you it strikes the stone does nothing as the dinosaur rips out reaches out with his long neck his long teeth Sorry, isn't that only a 10 because you're giving a minus four yes it's a four none of it hits anything anyway and um we'll make a bite attack against the most recent person to have hurt him captain john winters a bite of course um, of 23, 19, even with the penalties from being entangled, is still going to be a hit, right? Yep. Excellent. The Bye-bye. teeth sink into you for 13 points of damage. It grabs you with his teeth, lifts you up, like kind of thrashes you, and then drops you to the ground as like the whole jaw on this creature is slowly breaking and falling apart. And so the what would have been a, a, a thrash and toss and gobble is like a thrash and you fall out with the teeth yeah. and like Captain. land near the side. <laughs> it's eating me, Archie. It's trying to eat me. Uh, the next set of raptors will get a little bit closer. Oh, God. They Speaking smell blood. In, yeah, they do smell blood and uh, they see dying creatures and they are waiting, waiting to join in. Archie. Right, the big guy's going to die. All right, um, punch on the big guy. Oh, he does. That will do it. Yeah, as he lets go of the captain, you find a spot. Breaking the jaw. Piece the of creature shit. 
crumbles and dies. Captain, Archie, back up. Maybe the raptors will go after that. I spin around on my heels, see the raptors, and uh, roll initiative to try and climb this. How high is this little cliff here, Neil? Uh, well, hold on. Archie still has to do the rest of his round. Sail has a turn. More raptors have to go. Yeah, uh, we're still um, initiative. Okay. Right, right, but it's like a I'll, slanted I'll... thing, maybe eight feet tall. Can I also try to climb the cliff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still have movement left. Um, it is not difficult to climb. No check is needed, but it will take you about the rest of your turn to scramble up here. Got it. It's muddy. It comes away pretty easily. There are a couple of large rocks and some ruts sticking out of it, um, and it is at a bit of an incline, so up, up, up we go. Sail. Um, I'm going to get closer to Nilrum and just hold my attack ready, to, I guess. Mm. Just defend Nilrum against the incoming monsters. Nice. Mm-hmm. What a hero. Alright, the first raptor comes down here. He sees sees the big old owl is dead off in the corner. He sees that this guy is bleeding over here. This one looks pretty wounded. Mm. These two are over here. There's two people right together in one pack. Mm. The raptor will go for the fresh kill. It'll slip over here and begin to nibble at the large dinosaur's head. Uh, this next raptor is coming over from the back. No, not in quite a good enough spot to eat anything yet. Not for that one. This one comes down over here, looks down from above, and it looks like the sail Nilrum duo are getting slowly surrounded. Let us roll initiative, please, everyone. I'm going to shout at Nilrum and say we need to get to the others. Yeah, I nod. Confidence in that. <laughs> uh, all party members have rolled in. Uh, wait, no, no, not yet. Sorry. Okay, Just chucking cool. my card to shoot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this raptor is the first one to go, and it will come straight for the captain. And it runs at you and then leaps, stretching outward with its long or relatively long legs that each have one huge claw on it. And feet first, it comes to rake your body with the claws, looking more to like grip and hold on to you than anything else. I'm going to be shooting that as well because we go at the same time. Excellent. Uh, Uh, I I go for a block missing, but it misses. I hit him for four. You will hit it for four. Uh, are you sure it misses? Isn't your mage armor broken? N- no, the mage armor would have. Oh, from the thirteen damage. Mm-hmm. It should have fifteen, right? I think it has fourteen because I'm level four now. I thought it was eleven. Well, maybe well it's, it, maybe it's you get 10. an extra one per. Do we need to reread? My... Yeah, let's I'll, I'll, I'll check it. it. I think it's it's still there though. I think for now. I think is is still there. Yeah. Oh no, it's eight points plus one per level, so it is gone. Well, you have twelve, so yeah, if it was thirteen. Yeah, it's gone. Good. Yeah. Excellent. So the the raptor does grip you, but it also gets shot. It does get shot, and it will take the damage as it flies towards you, further propelling it in the direction of the captain. The claws will rip you for one point of damage, grabbing hold of your shirt, coming in, and then the face. 
If the claws hit, the face gets a bite. The face comes in and tries to eat you, uh, but no dice. You can bat it away with your arms. The magic missiles yep. strike it. Don't quite kill it. I shoot this one with the other magic missile because there's two. Oh, right. Go ahead. Uh, three damage. And uh, that will drop it. That raptor dies where it is. But the one and over here will hop. Get Sorry, I get movement as well because I'm going to try and go to the party. That was... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Take so movement. Spells go off and then Nilrum is going to move on over. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess go near his captain. I don't know. All right. Oh, hey, Nilrum. Then Damn. this raptor throws itself off the ledge in the direction of Sail, who last round had readied an attack. Your turn hasn't come up again, so that readied attack, I think, is still being held, waiting for things to go down. Go ahead and make your readied attack, Sail. Oh, oh the rapier comes out, but too low. The raptor sails over it and attempts to claw you in the face with plus one to hit for high ground. Fifteen. Uh, I, I think that's think it. It's a match. It's it is a match, which goes to the attacker. It lands on you. Its claws grip your shoulders for three damage, and its face comes out. Its big, pointy teeth come and start to assail your skull for another hit, for another one point of damage. The raptor is on you. It doesn't weigh a lot. It weighs like. 50 pounds-ish, so it's kind of heavy, but it's not enough to necessarily knock you all the way to the ground right away. Um, leaving us with the next raptor over here. Um, this one is going to... Mm, yeah, well, it's just going to go straight for Nilrum. Nilrum has blocked its path to the giant dinosaur, and it's going for it. It'll come up, throw itself at you with its claws, whoosh, nice. get nowhere with it. Uh, the Allosaurus does not go in initiative, and Captain Winters, John, take your turn. Um, <clears throat> all right, I'm going to try and kill this thing, and then... Oh, well, now Nilrum's here. I'm kind of going to fight. You just scramble up. Fuck it, we'll go there next round. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to try and kill this guy. That's 12. 12 will hit. Oh, wait, actually, it's only a 10. Ah, well, then that does not hit, No. Yeah, okay. Um, both miss. I stun my ground. You fight the creatures. They fight back. Uh, the four of them back over here behind Sail are like chirping at each other back and forth. Like, and one of them will see Sail get attacked and come on in. And pretty soon, Sail is going to be overwhelmed by raptors. Uh, this one Ash throws chickens. itself at you. But to no avail. Does not hit. The next one comes over as well. Tries to attack you, Sail. An 11 is not good enough. No. It also tries to land on you and, like, gets hit by the magic armor and misses and falls to the side, kind of, like, landing over here-ish. Archie, from your position, you can see just at your feet, two raptors are beginning to eat your friends. But across the way, Sail is getting quickly overwhelmed and surrounded. If he tries to run, they're all going to get free attacks on him. He's trapped alone. I think we got to fight our way towards him. Um, Can he make it? Can he survive for a few rounds until you fight your way there? He can make it, yeah. I'm pancaking the guy who is fucking attacking John. Nice. Mm. All right. Fuck this guy. Uh, 
High ground, Neil. That's an 18. That is an 18. You bring the fist down and you crunch the oversized chicken beneath your hefty weight. It dies. Next punch goes on the guy next to Nilrim. Mm-hmm. That is a hit. And you cannot do less than four damage and you also break this raptor in oh, half. Oh, Archie. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you get one Go, more... Go over there. Save oh, yeah, again next. Uh, <laughs> no, this is the third round of combat. You you would have had an extra attack last round, but there wasn't anything to use it on. So we're back to just two attacks yeah. this round, and you are down here now. Sail, one raptor on you, two more beside you trying to eat you. What are you gonna do? So, uh, could I, for example, like put my like step here and put my back to this rock without provoking an opportunity attack? Um. Yeah, I would say you can fight your way to the back of this rock. You're not going a great distance. I think you can do sort of like a, I'm fighting people, fighting people, and just slowly moving the, the combat over here. That seems fair. They will, like, follow with you as you fight them in this way. Uh, I haven't seen them, like, actually climb up these ridges either, have I? You have not. Okay, so I'm going to assume they're not, they would have to, like, run all the way around. Mm-hmm. Like, jump down on top of me. So I'm going to put my back to the ridge to minimize the number of them that can attack me and then I'll just make an attack at like the one that's on me. Great. That's this one. Uh, 13 hits. You skewer the creature. This is why I imagine you doing Neil when you were a kid and you had dinosaur toys. Just like making them fight each other, making the noises. <laughs> Six damage. Six damage will cut all the way through the raptor. It drops, falling off of you, its claws pulling out of you, hitting the ground. Uh, this is already a dead raptor. This one will come on in. I'm just going to move the dead guy out of here and quickly move to take his fallen comrade's place, leaping to the attack. Claws first. No good. Um, this one over here will come straight for Archie. Oh, natural one. It will jump past Archie. This thing has great leaps on it. It's powerful legs and it's small little arms that flap with the feathers, allow it to get just enough height to like sail over Archie's head and end up uh, behind Archie and next to Captain John Winters. Amazing, because I've mm-hmm. got a second attack. Wow. Well, lucky you, unlucky raptor. Uh, this one over here will try to get into the fray. There's not really much room, and so it stands at the back, clucking and waiting for an opportunity to come in and eat you. John, get your second attack. Twelve. Hits. Oh, my God. Seven damage. Exactly. He's it's hit it. points. Ha! Ooh. All right. Let's save sail. I'll use whatever movement I have this round to start pushing forward. Okay. Uh, keep in mind, I am casting, you know, a lot of spells for XP next time. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it matters, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was One the wrong roll, sorry. Of course. Dead one, that's a dead one. That's a dead one. Dead one. Okay. 
Nilrum, you are first. There is one raptor next to you that has been munching on this creature, but once the other raptors like showed up and started doing things, it perked up its head and it's been looking around watching the combat and you can see it's changing its mind. It's going to join its flock. Sorry, I had to refresh roll 20, uh, hmm. so I'm actually at nine. Okay. Then it is not your turn. It is the two raptors on sale. Now, these guys over here in this little pack aren't so concerned about the losses on the other side of the battle map. They're just focused on what's happening here, and they will take their opportunity to attack sale. 14 and 8 are both close, but neither of them will hit you. You can fend off the creatures that make, like, claw attacks and dart them with their head and then leap up with their feet towards you, and you can bat them away with the the side of your rapier, keeping them from mauling you. Nilrum. Okay, uh, it would have been four damage to this one, mm-hmm. and then two damage to the back one. Okay. Four here. Two here. Excellent. Uh, this raptor next to Arch, not to Archie, uh, next to Sail will also try to get some claws in. <laughs> Twelve is no good. And Archie, it's your turn. Yes, yes. Um, I'm moving over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll punch the low damage one first. Oh, look, he's dead. Yep. Dead. You crush it. And the other low HP one. Dead. <laughs> I'm Crushed. just like a god today. Yeah. Every day. It's a you problem. You good, Sale? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm good. Thanks for saving me, Archie. <laughs> I killed one, though. Did you see it? Oh, I'm sure he did. It's your turn, Sail. Uh, I'm going to put all... I'm like, wait, he didn't see it? I'm going to put all my fury into trying to You've kill You've got to get the kill this time. So I Archie sees it. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Critical hit! Nice. Roll me double <laughs> damage. 2d6 plus 2. Let's go. 10 points of damage is a a pierce right through the creature's neck. The blade comes out the other side, quivering with raptor blood, and it falls limp, sliding off of your blade by the pull of its own body weight. The raptor. (laughs) The one over here. The one over here next to Nilrum uh, is aware that the situation has not worked out, and it will attempt to, like, flee through the entangled zone because it doesn't understand the magic at all uh, and will just, like, get itself caught in the entangle zone and be stuck here. Um, this ba- raptor back here will fucking take off like a like an angry turkey. It flees through the jungle as fast as its little legs will carry it, leaving us with are they, John. Are they faster than humans? Yes, quite Absolutely. a bit faster than humans. Okay. Can I? No, fuck it. All right, I sheath my sword. I look around. No one else is wounded apart from me. Classic. Everyone alive? And go into chuck on the room. Yeah, I didn't I even get touched. Good, I just dodged those guys easily. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, the big one took a chunk out of me, but I'm all right. The big one got you good, Captain. Yeah, I thought he was gonna swallow me whole. I thought for a minute though. I don't know Archie how you do it, Archie. Up. Archie holds up five fingers. Five boys. I got five of them. Got them, including the big one. That's, that that one counts as like five. Yeah, I got two. 
Uh, well, let's keep going, boys. Uh, all right, hang on. I use. I've got four charges left in a healing self that I'll just use on myself to get me up to nine. I might have a small one that you can use as well. I think we're eating good tonight. Those guys have some thick yeah. thighs on them. No one yeah. flips you a three charge healing self. You want to use that? Okay. Thing? Yeah, sure. I would like to take the time to butcher one of the compies and take the best to... meat. Mm -hmm. You want to eat these things? I mean, we killed them. Of course, we're eating them. I'll they do look on the shoulder. We got to celebrate all these kills. They do kind of look like big chickens, but you don't think all this, uh, all these corpses are going to attract more? Uh, I'm already cutting the good bits off. I'll be a few minutes. All right, all right. I well, I, I mean, I'm applying healing salt to myself anyway, so. Oh no, I failed to get the good bits. Ah. Uh... Rip. Well, you pack this thing apart. The organs are not quite in the right place that you would expect. The bones are strangely shaped, and you find yourself like hacking through bone instead of through the joints, which leaves all these like shattered uh, segments within the flesh. It's kind of uncomfortable. And it's not that you're. I'm, best I'm work. only butchering wood, by the way. I'm not like spending all day here. I'm just right. Seeing if I could get a steak. Okay. Well, the sun is beginning to go down. If you press forward. You can either make it to the waterfall before sundown or just around sundown. Um, or you can head back and drag one of these things and make camp in the old abandoned village for the night. Press forward. Which... Yeah, let's, forward. let's make our way to the waterfall. Sal, you, you can take it off for dinner tonight, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, let's, it's let's not press the best on. Beat I've ever seen, but... Yeah, a bit stringy, Pops. Okay. Still, the thing was trying to eat me. <laughs> Captain Winters gets the last laugh. Uh, you yeah, can forward, yeah. follow this trail, and sure enough, it will lead you to another small little village near the waterfall. Uh, not quite at the waterfall, but there's like... So the water comes off the, the mesa, and then there's a large pool at the base of it where it collects, and there's mist being pushed up and all over, um, and kind of swelling through the jungle. There's cool water all over, and the deafening roar of the waterfall. But maybe about a hundred feet back towards you, before the waterfall, is another collection of thatched houses. These ones are in a greater state of disrepair. The water from the, the waterfall here has caused them to rot much more quickly. Most of them are toppled. You can find one that still has like stone structures at the base and nice solid um, boards that have held the roof together. The thatch has rotted and fallen apart a little bit, but the majority of the structure seems to be intact. We just continue to the waterfall, right? Yeah. No, this is a good place to camp, right? In some of these buildings. Let's check them out. It depends. The last time we made camp in a town uh, on this island, there were undead. Well, I poke my head in and look for skeletons. Would you make me a wisdom willpower check? Actually, you, don't want, you don't want a dex check. No, no, I want a wisdom willpower check. Easy. You do recall the traps that you faced hours ago back in the other place, and you have been carefully reminding yourself to tap forward, and sure enough, there is a nice sturdy pit trap right before this building um, that your walking stick goes foof, right through a rotted tarp. I take a step back and say, huh, it seems the, uh, the locals here were 
Paranoid. Maybe we know why. For good reasons. I guess so, yeah. Well, it's not a reason not to come here. It's more defensible than we thought. Yeah. Can we? Can I step over mm -hmm. the pit trap now? Yeah, you can. You know, disable or you know, break it apart enough that you can see where the borders are. Walk around it. Keep poking your way forward. You will find another two pit traps um, near this building. Sort of like the entrance faces the the trail that you're coming up, and then in the front of the trail, and then like slightly behind into the sides are also other pit traps. As if anyone trying to approach this building from this trail would be is this um, building by it. Different than the others? It has a stone base. The other ones seem to be mud brick bases. And the mud brick has, like, worn away with all the moisture. The stone stays nice and sturdy. It looks, yeah, sig okay. you know, better infrastructure than the others. Yeah, so I will loop around the pit trap to mm -hmm. take a peek inside. Excellent. Now will you please give me that dexterity check? Oh, yeah. Of course, that's no problem. Mm-hmm. 30. Coming in through the front, you find that as you cross the threshold, there was a very thin string of wire um, holding back a, uh, a lasso trap, you know, something that would go around the ground here and snag your leg. And as you break it, you can pull your foot back just in time as a tree snaps forward, pulling with it a rope that sort of just sails back and forth. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. No this brother. trap looked like it was set up recently. I was about to say, uh, there's no way this could be an 80-year-old trap. No yeah. way. All right. There's somebody still here. Guys, follow me in here. Living in the town or nearby? I follow someone here. nearby. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't we just call out to him, Captain, like we did before? Explain that we know the atrocities that happened here and we uh, stand with the Kaisers. <clears throat> All right. Yar! I be Captain Winters. Who goes there? Who's here? We're enemies of the White Prince. Perhaps you are too. Just the sounds of the jungle and the roar of the waterfall. Were there any symbols of a stair on the doors in this place too? No. Captain, I think that they're, if they're going to be anywhere, it's going to be the waterfall. I think we should check it out before it's completely dark. This building's important. Let's just, got a few minutes. We can go to the waterfall tomorrow. Why not just camp here? We can go there in the morning. Because we probably want to find whoever's here first before we set camp for the night. They would know the land better than we would. We're at disadvantage until we find them. That's fine. Do you not think whoever it is is still going to be here tomorrow? Oh, that I think they're going for us in the night. That's what I'm, I'm wounded. Your spell's cancelled. This is an easily defensible place. They have many spells. All right, well, I'm checking it out anyway. I want to. Yeah, I still check, check the, the building. You can come on in. Um, it appears that most of it has fallen into a state of disarray, but right near the front door, there's one corner that's nice and stable where a, a small little altar has been set up. There's um little uh, what do you call them like little vases that have fluids in them. There's what appears to be maybe like weak old rotted chicken nearby placed on a, a small uh, sort of rounded altery thingy. Um, there's some burned charcoal as if someone had set a small fire or had burned some sort of incense here recently, maybe, you know, a week ago or so. It definitely looks like an altar to a deity or to um, a sacred figure of some kind, complete with offerings. No symbol? Yeah, I call out, uh, sale. 
Yeah, no, no, you're gonna want to see this. Does anyone oh, have yeah. a religion proficiency before Sale gets a chance to speak? Let me no. see. No. Okay. Then anyone who wants can make me a wisdom check at half their wisdom to see if you can recognize the altar and what it might be. Like all of us or just one of us? Uh, anyone who wants to. You don't have to investigate it. Uh, 16 go. and 8 will do it though, Potato McWhiskey. You will indeed notice that there are um, little points on the back of this altar, like little dots, and they make up the configuration of stars that represent Agepa, the god of the hunt. Offspring what is of Astaire and Verasi. I'll relay this information to the party. So there's a hunter here. It's a shitty god. Is it? It's <laughs> not one of the main ones i guess i mean they're alive in this island alone worshiping this god seems like they might have a pact with this god as well yeah well let's hope they don't turn their attention to hunting us all right well i see no reason why we should stay here i mean clearly whoever this is returns here so if we really want to find them this might be a good place to stay but uh we can press on to the waterfall if you'd feel safer there I would be. I would. I would feel safer near the roaring waterfall. Um, any noise that we make won't echo out. Neither will any predators try and sneak up on us. People but, uh, don't usually yeah. fight at the at the water source. I don't know if you've. Uh, I don't know if you're well traveled, Captain, but it's kind of a neutral ground for animals. Before uh, before we leave, I'll cut off a small hunk of the meat from one of the compies and like leave it on the floor in front of the altar. I'm not going to worship, but I'll leave it there for them to use. It. Mm. As a like, you know, we someone was here, but we're mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. trying to conceal it. Okay. The party picks their on. way through the village. You'll find two more pit traps in here, uh, but you're all aware of them and have been poking carefully forward. So they fall away easily before you. These ones also look fairly recent. Um, the tarps that use to, to hold the brush at bay are old and rotted. So they must have be traps that are continually reset or just have been manned for a long period of time. Um, and taking the trail, you come closer to the waterfall. As you get near to it, the sound of the water is near to deafening. The track that you take runs back behind the waterfall and you can see that it pops out on the other side, just like weaving away behind it before it goes and begins to switch back on these narrow, tiny, cliffy ledges where you're going to have to use like both hands to step side by side and sort of shuffle your way back and up this this cliffside. In theory, yeah, finally something I'm good at. you should all be able to do it with... Um, a dex check at plus four. It's it's well built enough that most people should be able to handle it fairly easily, but it's also sort of slick. Um, if you fail the dex check, you might be taking a tumble. So, Not yet, though. We'll go in the we'll go in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Also, if you're if you are hit while climbing, it will provoke an immediate dex check with no penalty or with no penalty or bonus, else you fall. Just so you know that it's all, Captain. I would say we just press on and finish it up. It's, We're it's nighttime. It's nighttime. We can't do that in the dark. Sun is beginning I, I to set. I turn to Norm and shout over the sound of the waterfall. Well, this seems like a nice, peaceful place to make camp. 
Captain, we're not going to... Uh, Norm shouts back. We're not going to get any rest here. We're not going to be able to get any spells. Let's press on. Sorry, what was that, Norm? What did you say? And we'll get real close to you and <laughs> shout in your ear. Oh, yeah, you're right. This is a far place to come. Um, I looked at the sun. The sun. Do we have time to make up? I don't think we're going to have time to make up the switchback, are we? It's just this... not worth it. Let's, let's go back and camp somewhere away from the waterfall because there's no point climbing this thing at night. It's incredibly dumb. For what? I mean, I'd understand if there was a goal. I, you know, Nilram, what's the reason? Why are we in such a rush? Nilram mouths like he's speaking, but he's not. He's just being inaudible. Can't hear you. All right. I, I motion and we walk back away from the waterfall until yeah. we can either back to the village or just back to like a clearing where we can make camp. Mm -hmm. All right. You pull back to the village far enough away from the waterfall to hear that you guys can talk amongst yourselves. There's plenty of wood around and you guys can settle down to make a camp. The fresh water from the nearby um, waterfall and pond and river give you guys everything that you need to drink. Um, you'll be out here without much in the way of food though. I don't think you guys brought a lot of rations off of your ship with you. Um, Why not? Oh, no yeah, one wait, said that they were they? bringing rations with them. You guys just like hopped off the ship and then you started exploring, and now you're miles wait, you away from your ship. my pants with you? Well, we don't usually say bringing rations. I assume that we've got some. Yeah. Well, this I is, do, I think, I our first inland voyage out, no? in a while. Well, we didn't say we were bringing rations when we went through the desert. That's true. Uh, that's true. It doesn't matter. We've um, got food anyway. Well, let's just wanted... retroactively apply it. Um, you bring as many rations as you want. Your ship has plenty, um, but you, we should know now that we're out in the wilds away from the ship how many days of food each of you have on your how own how long would we guesstimate that it takes to get to the top of the mountain given a nice journey where nobody's captured or anything like four days each four days would be a, a reasonable estimate of what it might take you to get there you know, uh, the journey could be fraught with dangers you might have to like redouble some of your routes some areas might be difficult or impassable yeah. Um, four days to get there that's a that's a healthy there. estimate and we want to get back so yeah if you want to then have food for back eight, eight days, days. Each. how mm -hmm. much uh how much weight is that 16 Two pounds, pounds each okay i can take that um i will eat my rations instead of eating the uh the dinosaur mm -hmm. i'll taste it but uh yeah, I, I would have brought enough for everyone to eat one meal, so if you don't need it, then one just goes spare. Cool. Name my rations. Yeah, Make sure you okay. put your rations on your party sheet with the correct weights. Yeah. Oh, sorry, on your um, character sheet. Yep. We don't, just if it needs to say, we don't sleep in that guy's temple. I okay. agree. Just sleep in one of the other buildings. Sure. You can find another building that is semi-intact to give you a little bit of shelter and make your camp in there. Yeah. Um, before I go to sleep, uh, I'm gonna just like figure out how to detect spirit works. I'm just gonna like cast it in the direction of the town. I imagine it's uh, a long Because I was like thinking of using it today. I think how far away from the town are we right now? Probably like the town at the the lake that the, your boat the is docked the at. The, um, near the temple. Oh, near the temple. Oh, where, where, uh, where you're in it. it. You're, you're presently it. here. We're in that town, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to cast the tech spirits, just kind of like to cover the most of the thing to see if there's any ghosts in the area. 
I'm trying to learn what my spells do. Mm -hmm. um, you do indeed detect a spirit. Simply detecting a spirit doesn't give the caster any special ability to communicate with or atta uh, attack the entity. But as you sort of, you know, cast in the direction of that altar and of this, like, old, ruined, abandoned village, you detect spirits. Spirit singular? Spirit uh. singular. I detect one spirit. Oh, uh, any within the area of effect are revealed in their preferred form or appearance for all to see. Okay, so not only do you detect a spirit, but a spirit sort of becomes visible, uh, standing or like uh, rising from the ruined building that and contains the altar is the spirit of an old woman. She's dressed in heavy shawls. Yeah. She has a, a gnarled staff that she's using to support herself. And dangling from her neck is the holy symbol of Agepa, god of the hunt. Um, she looks out in your direction, cleric of Rohi, um, intently at you, gazing into your eyes. Uh, I will, I will wave at her in a like a friendly manner. We can all see this. You can or all see it. Be. Yeah, I think you're you're making camp and you're like chatting amongst yourselves and all of a sudden like this ghostly woman appears as the sun is going down, as Archie's getting the fire going and this like semi-transparent, ethereal, old crone of a woman with a gnarled staff that she leans on gazes out at you from this ruined temple building. We would have heard him casting a spell or chanting, right? This Possibly. I, I oh yeah, go ahead. I, I would have said something to the effect of like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try out another power for my god. I'm gonna like crack my fingers and try to show off a little bit." And uh, then I would have casted detect spirits. I don't know how you want that to look. Normal watch, I guess, and let potato or <clears throat> let sail do his thing. As the spirit rises from the house, I think uh, I look, try to hide a look of like terror on my face as to what the fuck's going on here. I'll like I'll wave over the spirit and point and go like I, I think that's a ghost. I think I can, I think I can show us ghosts. And it, attack us. And I've speak? heard ghosts can do terrible things. It's a, it's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll shout out to the ghost. I'll say, um, hail, we come in peace. She raises her staff once and sets it on the ground and comes sort of moving out from behind the, the wall of the temple and walking towards you, except her feet don't quite touch the ground and they don't match the pace at which she moves. They move like an old hobbled woman, but her form like gently and easily flows across. I pull out the Kaiser book out of my backpack and mm -hmm. I'll stand next to Sail and kind of like show it to her and like point at it. I assume it has, like, the family crest or something mm -hmm. on, like, the front, yeah. Yeah, the book is held out, but she pays no attention to it. She meets Sale's gaze and moves closer to him, like, transfixed on his eyes, oblivious to the rest of you. Good luck. I'm getting very creeped out. Um... It's coming closer. I'll take a step back of uncertainty. Well, it's about 30 feet, 
28 feet. Oh, I... 26 feet. 24 feet. Does she feet. look like intent on violence or is she like investigative? Am I like, getting a sense? Is? Yeah, give me a, a charisma check. See if you can read the emotion on her face. Uh, it is a a look of what would you call that? Um, have you ever done something and then like? when you were a kid and blamed one of your siblings and your parent comes over and like looks at you like they know the secrets that you've done and that you've tried to like pass the buck onto someone else and they're kind of like intent and cross it's that sort of look. I'm an only oh. child sorry I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm like 20 feet perturbed and slightly panicked now 18 that I feet some anger. I'm like, uh, I don't know what she's going to do to us, guys. Feet. Should we leave? 14 feet. Spirit, either feet. speak or we'll have the dispatch of you. 10 feet. No one will call out. 8 feet. I like 6 feet. I'll, back up. Say, I'll hold my hands up and say, I don't know what I did. I don't know what I did. She stops at about 6 feet as you put up your hands and claim that you don't know what you did. Um, she will set the staff, tap the staff on the ground again and dip her head low as low as an old woman can possibly do it and as this she dips like the amulet hangs forward and she stands back up holding it out for you to like see to gaze at as if she's showing you who she is uh i'll look at the amulet it's clearly is holy symbol of agepa god of the hunt so she would have been a, a priest here mm-hmm. i'll ask her um do you know who still lives here the head bobs up and down. Um, are they dear to you? It continues. Yes. Yes, they are. Uh, we mean them no harm. Could you show me where they are? Give me one more charisma check. Claire, I'm cleric. Sorry, I, I, yeah, I mean no harm to this person. I'm just mm-hmm. curious. Damn. She considers you for a moment. Um, a 20 from anyone would have been a bit of a failure here, but you are also a cleric, not to her same god, but you are a character of faith, and she recognizes the honesty of your... Honesty is not the right word, but the... You know, when one cleric speaks to another, there's a certain amount of... Uh, additional sincerity sincerity thank you that's the right word i'm looking for um Mm -hmm. and she gazes towards the you know the sandstone thing that you hold around your neck and she i'll hold it out and show it to her moves closer to you she comes to within like two feet and she will touch her symbol of um agepa against your sandstone one and for a moment you can feel the sandstone amulet in your neck like vibrating slightly and then little sparks come off of it and it drops back against you as she steps back. Um, and she looks at you with surprise and concern. And then she steps back, worried. Then she steps back, afraid. And then she turns her back to you 
and begins to like float through the jungle at the same speed, but like looking like she's trying to run as fast as possible, but still at that same very slow pace away from you in in terror? In fear? Sayo, what did you say? I I didn't say anything. I, ju- I just said, does she know who's here? And could, could she show us where they are? And she touched my holy symbol and then she ran. I... Well, this go is after getting her. Ask her what happened. No, yeah. fuck that. Leave it. I'll, I'll, was she I'll, like, I'll sprint to chase her and to see if like I can like get in front of her. Easy peasy, yeah. The ghost does not move that fast, even though it looks like she's trying to run at top speed. You can easily cut her off, to which she will stop and, like, bring up the stick in defense against you, like, trying to block you from coming towards her with it. (laughs) Afraid. I'll say, listen, I mean you no harm, nor do I mean those dear to you any harm. The only person I wish to harm are the followers of Astaire and the corrupted White Prince. Now, you can give me information... Or we can be enemies. Well, that's gonna work. Ultimatum threats always work well in Neil's games. She will take her crooked staff and point it to the waterfall. Is she, like, pointing up as well, or just to the waterfall? Yeah, like, she does, like, a, a trace along the, the line of the, the path that runs behind the waterfall. All right, I'll... Um, and I'll, then she I'll will drop to one knee, and then slowly hobble her way down to the other, even though she's hovering above the ground still, and clipping through the foliage. I'll, uh, I'll thank her, and I'll make her a personal promise that I will not attack those dear to her because she helped me unless they attack me first Hmm. and then I'll walk away and leave her to her kneeling Uh, as you leave she slowly gets up watches you for a moment and then returns to her small little shrine Um, I believe detect spirits last for a long time like 10 minutes plus 10 minutes per level so you'll just Yeah, you'll see her there, hanging out near her shrine for the whole hour, um, watching the party from the shrine. I'll I'll explain to the party that she said the person who lives here is up the waterfall. Go ahead, Neil. Or Nick, sorry. Well, I just don't know how comfortable John's going to feel with a ghost watching us while we camp. I think, well, nobody else. I mean, Neil, are you scared by this? Archie, how do you feel about it? Uh... Sounds exciting to me, to be honest. You people are all crazy. I will, like... I sleep with my back against the wall in as much of an alcove as I can find. I keep my dagger in my lap as I try and, like, get whatever small bit of sleep I can. Archie will laugh. Don't worry, Captain. I'll keep you safe tonight. There'll be no monsters in the closet. I'm not even sure you can punch a ghost to death, Archie. I've punched away before. <laughs> Not that thing I can't punch. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was talking over you. No, no, that's, that's it. It's just making silly comments. I'll be kind of creeped out by the ghost a little bit. And, uh, oh, okay. Creeped out by my own power. That would be my take. 
No, it was too cool for school to be scared by a ghost. He's a badass. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Norm's just kind of like thinking about it. I mean, I think most of the night, John's thinking that he'd rather sleep by the waterfall, but it's too late to go back on making fun of Norm for it. So we've got no choice but to stay here. Yeah. We'll stay here. It's fine. Party will make camp with the old ghost woman watching you. You'll settle down by the lake. The little fire. Dinosaurs are around. Pit traps everywhere. Ghostly ladies. And we will come back to find out what the party does on the other side of our next break. See you guys in a little bit. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. Here the night are. passes. The squawks from the jungle continue all night long. Your sleep is broken intermittently by maybe the sound of an approaching Allosaurus. Maybe it's raptors come back. Maybe the ghost woman is here for your soul. No but at no point do any of these things disturb you. Um, however, it, it is sort of a, an uneasy night. I would like my two spellcasters to make Ink. me a... Who, what is a... Um, a really good, I'm able to rest despite waking up all the time. That sounds like a con okay, check. Okay. Con or will, I feel. Mm-hmm. Unlucky. Ooh, shit. Unlucky. Wacky so, fucking rules. Potato McWhiskey, you can regain your spells. You're able to like recover enough. But Nilrum, the, the constant disturbance... The weird spirits nearby, they shake you, they, they they disrupt your sleep patterns enough that by the time morning comes around, you're still not fully rested. If you I would have my like previous to, spells, though. You still have your previous spells. If you would like to try and continue to rest, you can delay the party by another half day or so to try and make another con check and get the rest you need. Uh, if I were to give him dispel, dispel fatigue wouldn't make him sleep easier, would it? <laughs> no, because this is... Um, no, this is... a. Uh, if the party's thing. down, Nilrum will try and push for that. I think it's pretty important that he has his magic missiles, but if the party doesn't want to, I'm completely fine going, pushing on. I have everything but magic missiles, so I'll be useless in combat. You were in a rush yesterday. Now you want to wait? I was in a rush to get to bed, Captain, to get my spells. Mm. It's up to you. It doesn't affect me too much. Just know if we go now, I won't be useful in combat at all. And if there's anything with magical need, I don't have detect magic. I think our wizard is important enough that it may be worth it to delay half a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can wait. You know what it's like on the boat, Captain. When one of the rowers hasn't slept, he holds everyone else back. I get it. I get it. Yeah, we can we can wait. Nilrum, get some sleep. Now the sun's risen. Maybe you can uh, summon your courage. Con? Yes, sir. There you go. You spend another half day getting some rest, and you can get your spells. Can I do the trick where I cast an armor spell on Captain Winters since he needs it now, and then relearn? I don't think we have been using that. I don't think that rule's come up yet, and I want to try. I want to move away from that. Get away from it? Yeah. It's been. Creates too much of a logistical nightmare. Okay. I'm going to take one magic missile. Do you need you want armor, right? Yes, please. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we need detect magic? 
We probably do. All right. Take it. Yeah, take it. One magic missile, one detect magic, one armor. Well, I expend well, the armor yeah. spell. Come on, I was going to say, I, I would speak to the party as well about what spells I would take, because I could also take detect magic and stuff like that. Oh, uh, that's true, yeah. Menu. Magic okay. missile might be better than one of sales spells. If you can take detect magic, then yeah, and I'll take two magic muscles. Yeah, so uh, the entangle I cast yesterday, I'll replace with a detect magic. And I'd also like to talk to the party about, like, which third level spell should I take, because what do you have? I have... Uh, accelerate healing, mm -hmm. call lightning, create food and water, detect spirits, dispel magic, extra-dimensional detection, feign death, hold poison, invisibility, purge no customs, line of protection, locate object, meld it, stone, miscast Sorry, invisibility? Invisibility, invisibility purge. Maybe, uh, hold poison? If you don't know what else to do, I mean, we are in a jungle. True. Take that. There's a lot Take of, that. there's a lot of save or die poison in second edition. My cleric always has hold poison, just All right. once. Yeah, just yeah, once once they Okay. Our party heads for the waterfall. You pass behind it, past the deafening sound of roaring water, the mist and moisture from it sort of soaking through everything. Even though you don't pass through water directly, you all come away sort of wet on the outsides. And then it's time for the switchback, which is... Before we left, could Nilrim mm -hmm. do something really quick? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's going to go over to the offering shrine where the lady was uh and he's going to leave um two gold pieces and some tobacco hmm. and his pipe <clears throat> uh and just say uh i've been looking for many years for the fountain of youth um take this offering and if you have any uh, knowledge, when we come back, please leave me a sign or some way to pass it on. And then he'll leave his oversized pipe that he stole from the guy he killed in the street mm. and his tobacco. Ah, yes. yes. And two gold pieces. You leave the offerings. You say the words. You hope that when you come back, there will be some sign of them. Something and then the party goes. You pass the waterfall. You get to the switchback. It's a long climb up. Part of it is not much of a problem. And then you can see that there's going to be a place where you're going to have to, like, side by side, scramble back and forth. It will be a dex check at plus four to make it up this because it will be slick. It will be fairly narrow. Um, if you are encumbered past basic... Uh, you will take a, an additional accumulative one penalty. So at light encumbrance, it's a minus one. At moderate encumbrance, it's a minus two. At heavy encumbrance, it's minus three. Well, how do we want to do this? Because, like, I'm carrying my rations on me. Mm-hmm. Can... I could take them off you. Yeah. I could, um... I could... Can I ferry people's stuff across? One bag at a time, and I'll do yeah, multiple checks bad. going back, and back across. If you would like to sort of be the mule to move everything yeah. up and then bring the party up or you know bring the party up and then move things that is totally fine since you are a rogue you will get a um you can do a climb walls check and if that fails you can resort to the regular dex check that i'm asking people to make sounds so what kind of penalty do i have i'm medium encumbered with my own bag so i'm assuming i'm going to be medium encumbered with everyone's bag and i'll do one trip yeah, bag. you're getting you're getting plus four as well yeah right? yeah so you but have I'm... to roll a natural one to fail I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting plus four, but I'm getting minus two for being medium encumbered, Neil. Yes. So you have to roll yeah. one, two, three. 
So yeah, but how does that impact my climb uh, check? The, those are five percent penalties when it comes to your climb walls check. So, so it's minus ten percent my climb walls. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So how many do I have to make? Uh, there are four bags, so four checks. I guess you. Okay, I yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So Any cumulative benefits? Uh, You're already not going to fail this. No, because I, I, there really should be um, eight checks because you're going up and down, and I'm just going to say let's do okay. four. That's a cumulative benefit. All right, so Ooh, hold on, let me get just going to give myself page. an extra ten on this. So there's four climb walls, and if any of these fail, I do a dex check, right? Yes. Yep. Should be easy for you. Yep. Oh, right. There you go. Path is not too difficult. The rest of you go ahead and make me dex checks at plus four now that you're all completely unencumbered. And uh, let's hope no one fails. 21 is a pass. Oof. 18. Ooh, we'll get to you in just a moment. <clears throat> unlucky, man. It really um, is. Sorry, what are we rolling? Dex? Dex at four. four. Yeah, no problem. So Nilrum the wizard is moving hand over hand past one of these switches. Uh, and I guess we're going to take the marching order that you guys are in right now. So Potato McWhiskey's ahead. Mr. Moon's right behind him. Pokemon Challenges is right behind him. And so you're all shuffling along. And at some point, Mr. Mooton slips. The The area that you're grabbing onto is like wet and slick from all the waterfall moisture. And you put your hand on it and just like it slips just too far off. And you begin to fall. Um, now... First things first, the people on either side of you. If either one of you want to make a desperate save to try and grab him, you can. But if you f fuck it up, then you might fall as well. Or I'm you can him. leave him to his own fate. I no. will not let him fall. Well, there's just one person on either side of him, right? It's Potato or Pokemon. Oh, okay. Might yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab him and I'm going to like actually jump off and throw him into the wall and then cast Wind Column on myself. Oh... So you're going to sacrifice yourself to push him closer to the wall and then yep. wind call him yourself to the ground. That is... Um, Pretty cool. Oh, wait. Would there be enough wind here? Oh, that actually might not be... <laughs> uh, what do you think splash. about that? Wind column... Oh, let me I mean, Archie's going to be the best person to do it. He's got high strength on decks, so no matter what the check is. True. That's true. Probably I'll let him try first. Uh, yep, well, I'll this is there's no like you know you can go first and then me because this is happening instantaneously. So this is like your gut. Are you gonna are you gonna do it or are you gonna not do it? Hundred well, percent commitment right now. Does Archie go? Archie. Uh, Archie's the loyal one. He's the one who wouldn't leave a crew member behind. He would be the first one to stick his arm out. Solid. All right, Archie. Give me a. Uh, an attack roll to grab his hand. Now, luckily, you're a, a, a Pooglist, so you get to make your regular punch attack as, like, a grab attack against him. You easily grab him. Now, pass me a strength check to hold on to the wall and hold his weight. <sighs> Nailed it. You got him, Archie. You got him. I, w I would have followed through, because that would have been my instinct, would be to, like, jump off, because I know I could survive the fall. Great. So, so then I'll... you're also, like, going to grab hold of him... You would be. I would ask, be asking you to make me a um, a, a dex check for you because all you need to do is like touch him to push him forward. You're not needing to like grab and hold. Yeah, so you would grab him and start to shove him. Uh, but with Archie pulling him, 
give me a second deck check to see if you commit to the fall or if you can recover because you don't need to push off him quite so much. Uh, and you do commit to the fall. You shove him to the wall as Archie pulls him forward and you tumble backwards. Uh, but you have wind column. Yep. Free to... Uh, back to the cell. Yes, Basically, please. I can avoid falling damage. Can you put it into chat for us? Yep. Excellent. Spells most effective in areas of regions where a strong breeze is available, such as the heights of a mountain range, the mast of a ship at sea, areas of dead calm air. It's much more difficult. Well, here we are next to a 100-foot wall with a waterfall. And if you've been near a waterfall, there are strong gusts of wind created by the power of the water coming down and pushing things up and everywhere. So the wind column, like, pushes you from the back as you tumble, and you can just, like, regrip the wall. Additionally, it'll last for another 10 minutes. So with the wall, with the wind pushing you guys from behind um, as an added force, you can scramble the west of the way up the mountain down but one spell. Is Sail easily able to loop back around and go up? Yeah, oh, I'm saying the wind column has pushed him to, like, oh, if he okay. pushes nice. off the wall and begins to fall, the wind column, like, rightens him and he just... Whoop, whoop, Sweet. Up. All right. Okay. You make it to the top of the cliff, and there is a path. And it winds in the direction of the butte, which is quite tall and easily seeable from here. And it just, you know, off of that way. You're going to have to cross a river at some point, And um, who knows what else you'll face. So we lost half of our day waiting. Mm -hmm. Have we still got light? Oh, yeah. It takes you maybe half an hour to get to the top of this okay. area. Not at all. Hard. All right. Let's follow the path. Keep a lookout for more traps. It's unlikely, but you never know. Who's in the lead? Who wants to make me the perception check? Well, I'm always in the lead, but I've got the worst perception, so... Ah, it's beautiful. Ahead, I love this combination. Yeah. Easy. <sighs> you will spot a human footprint on the path in front of you, maybe two hours later, you know, middle of the afternoon right now, and you can call a halt to the party as there is a clearly human or humanoid footprint um toes and all no shoes yeah hold guys can take a look at this somebody walking around here without any boots on does it look like an adult footprint yes are we now like near the butte or are we like in the thick of the jungle you are in the thick of the jungle every now and then when the canopy clears a little bit you can see it rising hundreds of feet into the air but uh, you're many miles from it this is a bit strange. My guess is uh, the ghost that I spoke to last night. Well, I say spoke to. She didn't do much talking. Uh, when I asked her, is the person who is alive around here is dear to her? She said she nodded in agreement. So I assume that this is some relative to her or simply a worshipper that she enjoys the company of at that shrine who lives in this area. That would be my assumption. Not related to whatever's on the mountain, then. I don't know about that. It could be. But I know it's definitely related to the shrine that we saw and the, the ghost. Well, it's... whoever this person is, I'm not sure that it's that important for us to speak to him. I don't think we should go shouting out in the jungle for him. I think we should just keep moving. Oh, it depends on how dangerous or useful they can be. Some we backwards hunter guy? Yeah. Keep an eye out for him, but uh, I shrug. Probably doesn't even speak our language, or I'm not sure what what use this person's going to be. Who knows? We might attract more dinosaurs if we go calling out for them. 
That's true. I agree. True. Although I ha I have heard tales of like feral children living in jungles who grow up to become, uh, I think I think the word they use is king of the jungle. Could be, perhaps. Maybe he's out there killing uh, more of those dinosaurs as we speak. But yeah, let's keep moving. Oh, wow. Maybe a hundred feet in front of you, there's a couple more footsteps, and then they sort of like disappear. The ground gets a little bit too hard packed for them. You see half of a footstep and some soft ground on the side of the trail again, but it's gone again. And then around a bend, uh, you see what appears to be a leather bag made out of some local animal hide. It looks sort of like the hide of one of those raptors that you saw earlier, sort of a, a greenish hide where you could see there used to be feathers stuck into it. Um, sitting in the middle of the path, seemingly dropped or discarded by someone walking with it. I point to that. That's a trap. So, He's... call out to the guy and uh, explain, you know, the deity stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll shout out follower of... Oh god, what Agepa. was his name? Agepa? Follower of Agepa. We mean you no harm. I've spoken to the priestess at the temple and promised her that we would not harm you. Wait, wait. Oh yeah. my god. Natural 20. <laughs> yeah. Standing up from either side of the path in front of you are three figures. On, on each side there are three figures, so six total. They are wearing not much in the way of clothing, just sort of uh, a light bandolier across their chest in which you can see a bunch of little feathered darts. They hold blowguns in one hand. A couple of them hold axes in the other. Their clothing is limited to like loincloths with some uh, like leather knee pads strapped on as well. And they gaze at the one who speaks, claiming to have seen or spoken to the priestess. There's no way an outsider could know that there was a priestess at that temple unless you had spoken to her. So they immediately reveal themselves to you. <clears throat> and one of them calls out, You, stranger from a strange land, how, how have you spoken with our wise woman? She's been dead many generations. How do you speak I'll, with her? I'll bow, uh, and I'll say, I am a cleric, a holy man, and I can speak with other clerics of, all, of many deities. And we come here in peace to investigate this land. They move onto the path in front of you, and each of them takes a knee in turn until you just have a line uh. of <laughs> six figures kneeling on one knee down, one knee up, heads bowed before you. Wow, Sail, hey, good job. Ask him what's in the bag. <laughs> uh, what's in the bag? I assume it's a trap for outsiders. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll like nod at Nilrum. Well done. Good good call. Well, so, uh, ask, ask them if they know what's at the top of the mountain. Do you know uh, what's at the top of the mountain? Who are you? Who are your people? How long have you lived here? What What is your purpose? We are what remains of those who fled the terror of the White Prince. Calls the leader. I'll pull out the Kaiser book and show it to him. Uh, they venture like a look up 
when they hear you shuffling around in your bag. And his eyes go wide when he sees you pull out the, the Kaiser family crest on the book. He gets to his feet and stumbles forward, like handshaking, reaching for it. I'll hand it to him. Uh, the book opens, it flips through. Yeah, as, you know, he's not even reading the words, just like flipping through the pages real quick and then closes it and gingerly hands it back to you. You, you sent by the gods. I don't know about that, but uh, we've seen the horrors that the White Prince is, uh, has caused on Sulphur Island. Yes. I, uh, I'm sorry for you and your people. And we've come to help avenge your people against the White Prince. At least, if you would be our friends. They immediately drop to both knees this time and press their heads to the ground. You've spoken to their ancient dead cleric. You bring with you the book of the family they once served, their rallying cry against the White Prince. These people are not only impressed by you, they are in awe of you. Quickly, you are invited back to their village. The route there is long, but they know the ways of the woods that can make it shorter and more quick. Wait, which will village, take you. I ask before we go? Are we going up the mountain or are we going back to the mountain? No, no, we there is another village between here and the mountain where most of us live. Uh, okay. Did What is at the top of the mountain? The holdout. Holdout of food? Whom? The last stand, for when the White Prince returns, and he will, it is our last point of defense. We met uh, your lord, I think, in uh, inside the keep when we were pushed in there by, the, well, you know. <clears throat> Who leads you now? Lady Kaiser, of course. Family still rules. Anon. Well, she was but uh, a child was... when the White Prince came. Now your she lord is was turned ancient. into a revenant, if you know what that is. His soul could not find rest. It's found it now, though. We handled that. We gave him peace. <clears throat> not before he took a chunk of my arm. <laughs> and throat. They seem pleased by this news that he could not find rest and he waited in the castle to fight off any invaders. There's nods of approval. Like, yeah, good job. It's a good job. Nice. Well done. Um, Uh, Seda, we'll come with you to your village. We were planning to head up to the the holdout. Are we welcome? Yes. 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 Then we uh, we shall travel with you. Eat with you. My name is uh my name's John. We we have a ship. I'm the captain. This is my crew. Nilrim, Archie, Sail. The one who spoke first um steps forward and reaches out a hand to you. I am Link. I am the leader of the our hunting party. Mm. Very good. Well, it's good to me. It's nice to find uh, some people that feel the same way about the White Prince that we do. Mm. Um, And quickly, wordlessly, they will fall in a single file line and lead you with them. The path continues forward, and after half a mile, they veer off the path 
through some bush, uh, very carefully bending back branches, like very gingerly to make sure that they don't snap anything. And they'll like hold the branches for you as you pass. They, you don't accidentally reveal this side trail. It cuts through another couple hundred feet of jungle before coming to another path. Uh, which is lined with logs, crosses streams and rivers with little bridges. And before nightfall, you will find yourself in a small jungle village out in the middle of this area. There's maybe 700 people here, all similarly dressed with, you know, very light, loose clothing because it's always hot and oppressive here in the jungle heat. Um, Mm -hmm. Whisper to the captain out of earshot of everybody. Captain, we might have... uh... I'd have fucked him a little bit. Remember when we were doing the flags and you signed Sulphur Island Remembers? The White Prince very well may come back. <laughs> ah, well, you know, if it does, it's part of their prophecy anyway, so. Uh, I know. It's fine. They will Can't bring you food. Be, uh... They will bring you. Like a feast, or is this like a. Oh, yes. They will feast oh, with no. you. They will bring you uh, raptors on long uh, stakes. They will bring you sort of jungle juice wine that they've been able to brew out here. And they will use their percussion and uh, woodwind instruments to provide you with music and dance. I'm going to find Hey, you want to say all about this? No, uh, are we seated are alone? Could we have like a private. Oh. Sorry? Uh, no one refrains from dancing. He uh he will eat though, but he will. Wait, does does no one just hate like career bards, or does he just hate anyone that plays any instrument? I, no one just doesn't like music very much, and you know he like d- actually doesn't like dancing at all. One of his yeah. big character traits. Um, Nick once told me, you know, he's like, the way I make characters is I pick a character trait about myself and then I amplify it. I That's hate it. dancing, so <laughs> this is going to be one of the character traits that I amplify in Norum, is that, like, Norum just doesn't dance, you know? He's not a dancer. You've got to funnel up anger that you feel yeah. when you see people dancing in real life and times it by time. Yeah, Norum <laughs> enjoys killing people, murdering people, and torturing people. He does not enjoy dancing. So. Which I, you're amplifying real your character <laughs> <laughs> no, You pick a few, you don't pick them all, okay? Very refined <laughs> tastes, though. Yeah. I mean, never what? to piss off Mr. Mooton. <laughs> no, you don't pick them all. You just pick a few, and you build a character out of it. Let's keep going. As I'm right. eating the raptor, I say to Sal, "Tell you what, Sal, I was dubious at first, but this stuff tastes great. I mean, no offense, they've obviously got more practice with it. it tastes much better than when you cooked it. Kind of tastes yeah, like chicken, chicken, but a bit more, yeah. a, bit a bit more tougher, gamey. a bit more gamey though. Yeah, it's nice, you know. Chicken I, I can be a bit bland. We're able to have like a semi-private conversation here, like mm-hmm. we're kind of sitting on our own." Yeah, the, um, there's like a large fire in the middle and everyone is seated in a, a single ring all the way around it. So the four of you are like in one contiguous ring and then there's the other people of the, the village and then there's the people around that are bringing supplies or playing music or the people inside the ring that are doing the dancing. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll respond and I'll say, uh, yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, I, I, you know, I, if I had enough practice, I could probably do it as well. Uh, and then I'll kind of speak a little bit softer and more quietly, like, this isn't what we were expecting. Um, no. Is there a way we can turn it to our advantage? Well, I didn't really feel like stealing from these people. I don't suppose they'd have much. Anyway. Maybe they can well, show us a way up there. Maybe. Uh, maybe they could be allies. Maybe we could trade with them. Maybe we could well, help I mean, them. they could help us. Are there more than six? How many people are in the village now? Um, I think I said six, 500. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
five, six hundred people? Yeah, it's a bunch of people. Oh, well, that's pretty great. Yeah, nice. I don't see why not. We could, we could trade with them, maybe. I'll, I'll also nod to Nilrum and say, weren't you looking for an apprentice? Maybe you'll find a good one here who would be uh, loyal, who hates the White Prince and would be willing to work with us. Their old wizard might still be here, unironically. Uh, every great house has a wizard. Could be useful. However, fuck Wiley. I'm not taking any apprentices right now. I'll I was an apprentice what, not too long ago. I don't want to fuck with that. Maybe they wouldn't want to do it. It might bring the ire of the White Prince. But what if we could clear the town out of those skeletons somehow? They could reclaim the, the city. I think that is one of the only things protecting them. If they wanted to clear it out, I'd point to the 500 people. They could have done it by now. Not without losses. They True. I, Captain, they could have done it. I think the, I think Milram is right. The existence of those skeletons acts as a shield that protects them from the ire of the White Prince. Probably because the White Prince doesn't know they're still here. Or doesn't care. Yeah. The other. Gnome will kind of get up. Uh, he wants to return the Kaiser family book to the daughter. This is her rightful book. Um, she should see the... I mean, her father and her mother's last moments. Like, this has all of the history of the entire family, so... He's gonna go and try and find her. I mean, ask about. Yes. Link will tell you that the daughter of the Kaiser family lives atop the butte in the last holdout, in the redoubt above. Uh. Um, That is her place. That is where the watch is kept, and that is where a few people always reside, keeping an eye out. Uh, her name Zelda, or we riot. We'll get ready your pitchforks and torches because her name is Pack. P A K K. I nod. Um, this belongs to Pack. We should bring it we'll, to her post haste tomorrow. Yes. We'll take it to her. Yeah. Say, uh, Link, you guys are here. You need anything? You know, to trade? I don't know if you have gold or silver, but. We could stop by from time to time, bring you anything you need. We could leave it at the base of the waterfall for you. He picks yeah. up his hatchet and um, shows it to you, and you can see that it's old. It's been sort of like resharpened and resharpened, but it appears that they do not have the right tools to do it because it's not that great. It's clearly like dented and kinked in different places, or chinked in different places. It's seen better days. Link will say, uh, when we moved up here, we had to abandon, well, our ancestors had to abandon the smithies, the forges. Uh, these words I say without knowing truly what they mean. Our metalworking has been lost. Mm. Fine metal weapons we could use. Do you have, um... Do that. We can get that for you. Yeah, we might even bring you a blacksmith. But, uh... uh Wait, wait, wait. Link, you got gold, though. Silver. Something to trade. We maintained the bits of coin, he says, and looks around and, like, yells at someone to, to bring him his bag. The little kid comes running. Uh, she drops off a, a large bag at Link's feet, and he will pull out, you know, a handful of coin, silver, copper, um, one gold even, and hands it out for you. Look All right, at I look around the party, nodding. Okay, that sounds good. What do you want? Hatchets? You want swords or 
Hatchets. Just hatchets, knives. Spears. Uh, machetes, scimitars. Bring him a blacksmith, Ooh, Captain. Bring a blacksmith. How are you going to convince a blacksmith to come and live out here? And how are you going to build a forge in a place like this? Just like we convinced the other two people who came to live with us. He gives you a wink. Yeah. Let's, uh... uh they would approve. Yeah. But I had another question before you rudely, I add in, cut in, Captain, uh, and tried to make a deal with my friend Link here. Sure. Uh, what happened to your wizard? And cleric? The same things that happened to all men, save the White Prince himself. I nod. What about his stuff? His library? Do you... Points to the butte. Big. Amazing. All right. Well, Link, I have to say thank you for your hospitality and uh, for leading us here. It's great to meet someone who sees the White Prince the same way as we do. And it's good to know that there are still survivors on the island here. We were distraught when we read about what had happened. We'll, uh, we'll travel to the Outlook. We'll speak with Pac. And if you'll, if she'll allow us, Nilram here may look into the uh, the treasures of your your wizards, see if there's anything we could use in our quest to rid ourselves of the White Prince. And then, sometime later, we'll return with hatchets, machetes, spears. We see his flags on ships that sail by. We understand that the White Prince now rules the world. Is this true? Not the world, just these islands, the Dardens. He rules the Dardens. <clears throat> he shrugs like, yeah, from. yeah, same, same. We're, that's the world. Mm. Yeah. Nah, it's not. Uh, listen, I live my whole life out somewhere else. Belly even heard of the guy. Hmm. Actually, we hadn't heard of the guy at all. Well, I'd heard of him. But not really. Just thought he was some other king. I didn't realize this was some sort of cleric king living forever. Mm. All things very suspicious. You say, anyone alive here from when it happened, or do you have any records of what happened? How did the skeletons Pac. get here? Pac was the little Pac. girl when the White Prince came. She fled up the mountainside in care of the, her, her, um, her, her wizard brought her, as well as armed guards. We should uh, Let's sleep I... and see him tomorrow. Yeah. Is there, she is, a, is there a path? very old now. Very old. And of course. Um, does she have kin to take over? He shakes his head. She is the last mm. of the Kaiser line. Sad. Sad. Sad indeed. Who will leave then once she's passed? You? No. 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 Another. Someone to be appointed by her. When the time comes, I see. I see. Yeah, it, it, wink, me. <laughs> yeah, you wish. Is there a, is there a path up there, Link? Can you show us tomorrow the way there? He nods. I will show you. Very well. Um, Do they have Christmas in Arcadia? I will. Um, there's a Yuletide festival to mark the onset of winter. Uh, winter no Solstice fat festival. Man in a suit though. Yeah. No, there's no fat man in a suit, and yet. Even still, in this universe, they know Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No one's going to come <laughs> even, that fat man in a suit. Know, I'm going to get Fly. He's going to stuff himself, and he's going to give kids presents during the oh my God. holidays. You know? Amazing. As we are going back to our rooms to sleep, or wherever it is we're sleeping, I will pull 
link aside and hand him one of my daggers. A gift. Here. Thank you. Thank you very much, he says. A friendship. I'll bring more. Maybe better weapons for what you need, but hopefully this uh, this will help you in the meantime. Hmm. He thinks for a moment and re- will start off into one of his, uh, his tent and bring out a blowgun with ten oh, darts. Amazing. And hand them over to Am- you. Absolutely. That's so good. good. Yeah. Norm might steal it from you. <laughs> Um, but also, Link would really, really like to talk to Sale. Sale, who has seen the priestess. Sale, who knows more than anyone could possibly know. Um, Link and the others have many questions for you. What does the priestess look like? How does she feel? What does she think of what has happened? Most of the questions you have absolutely no idea the answers to. Um, so how would you like to approach this when they are bombarding you with things you don't know and clearly will trust any word that you say. Do you tell them the truth or do you spin your own tale? Ooh, that's a tough one because my initial instinct would be, I was like, ah, I'll just like, I'll promise when we leave, I can show them the priestess myself. And then I was like, hmm, maybe not the best idea considering her reaction to me. Um, I think lying is dangerous. So I think maybe a little bit of embellishment is probably the Mm. way I'll go. Well, so uh, what were the questions again? Oh, they're they're all sort of like, you know, how is she doing? What is she like? What does she look like? What did she tell you? Um, Is she still, you know, um, looking out for us? Does she still protect us? Just every sort of like every conceivable question about an interaction you might have had with a, a dead person. And you can sort of at this point... Tell them whatever you want. So what what would you tell them about your interactions and relationship with the, the priestess? Uh, I'll be... Uh, Frank, I'll, I'll describe the priestess. I'll describe her demeanor uh, accurately. Mm-hmm. I'll say that she was... Uh, I, I assume she was kind of somber because she basically lives in a broken temple um, that is, you know, barely maintained and probably rarely worshipped at. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can't really help her congregation too much aside from, like, you know spiritual help from beyond the grave uh i will say she was hesitant to accept outsiders which makes sense considering how outsiders have caused you guys so much trouble but she did make a compact with me a peace agreement however reluctantly because i'm an outsider um, and it seemed that she was willing to accept my help and offer help in turn, which is why I came here peacefully and rather than guns blazing, or not guns blazing, rather than aggressively trying to <clears throat> fight my way to the top of the temple, I tried to do it diplomatically. Um, she looks as though she is weakening. This is the lie. And that her protection mm. over the island may be waning. Mm. There are many bobbed heads in agreements like this. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Of course. It's been a long time. She's been there for ages. They will tell you that the priestess creates a light 
um, near the ruined town, near the ruined temple that is visible from way up here on a ledge. Uh, whenever someone comes by the waterfall, whenever someone seems to be coming up that route, the priestess will set a beacon to alert the people up here that people have arrived. Um. Uh, that's good yeah. to know. Yeah. They listened wrapped to your descriptions. Um, and then one of them asks you, how, how is it that you speak with her, you who wear no symbol of no god? You called yourself a cleric, and yet he motions to your neck where there's just, like, a rock hanging. But what god is that? Is that the god of rocks? It's hard to explain, but I believe my god exists only to cleanse the world of the injustice of the White Prince, and beyond that... Mm no more can be said of him. By what name does your god go? I'll think for a moment, and I will say he has not told me his name. The nameless one. <clears throat> Much thought and somber consideration. One of the people speaks up. Long ago, when the Dardens was first settled into an empire, back in the time before our ancestors fled their home, there was a great and powerful wizard. Is this your god? Oh, it could be. It could be. I do not know his nature. The only thing he has asked me to do is to destroy the White Prince. And with that, he has granted me power. Mm. And from my, in my opinion, based on everything I've seen, I'll like indicate like the people here, destroying the White Prince can only be, be the act of a good god. They all nod in agreement. Yes, yes. The White Prince is a nightmare. He calls himself that because he believes himself to be good, but we know the White Prince is a sign of death, of the pallor that comes over someone when they pass from this world to the next. Our ancestors saw their cousins, their brothers, their sisters rise from death and attack them. So we know the White Prince as the Prince of Death here. I'll actually inquire further about that. Do you have stories from the attack? What actually happened? Did the undead who had been freshly killed rise to fight, or were the undead yes. brought in from beyond the waves? They crawled out of the graveyard. The soldiers that lay fallen in the streets rose back up. And from ships of corpses that were pushed ashore... Mounds arose, mounds of bodies laden in the ships. They walked ashore, swarmed the city, starved out our ancestors. We tried as best as we could to throw food from high atop the mesa. Down below, supplies could not be replenished forever, and the White Prince's men slowly made their way up the mountain until we could only hold out on the butte in the last redoubt. Thank you for telling me. 
this must be a hard story for your people to tell the tragedy and pain that has befallen mm. you it is the story that keeps us going we tell it every year every solstice every equinox we tell it on Astaire's birthday or on his um, holy days we tell it on Varasi's holy days we must remind ourselves of who we face, the horrors that they bring, and what we must do to stop them. Do I know who the god of vengeance is? <clears throat> yes, that is Velthara, goddess of vengeance. I will uh I will ask them if they know of Velthara. We do. We have Perhaps. shrines to her. Brilliant. I was going to suggest that if it's vengeance you seek, you should worship Velthara. Velfara will bring us vengeance. Nadinus will hide us away from the monsters as they come. Agepa will allow us to bring our food low and will direct our arrows towards the White Prince's neck when he comes. Varasi will taint them with poisons. And Martha shall keep us safe all the while. And I'll add, and the nameless one will drag him to the bottom of the ocean. And they chime in together, and the nameless one will drag him to the bottom of the ocean. They gotta pick a god, you know? <laughs> They're flirting with them all. Mm -hmm. So, I think after that's listening... Like... Sorry, sorry, if it's still going. Oh, I was gonna say, I think that's more or less everything I have to say, unless they have more questions. No. After listening to this conversation, I'll go and pull sail aside and say, that's a bit weird. Didn't we think that all of the skeletons were the, the White Prince's chosen or something? That's to true. Serve, to his, his, his knights serving him in death, right? I thought they were the, called the Oatbound. Oatbound. That's it, yeah. Who would, I presume, uh, have sworn themselves to the White Prince. But if what they're saying is true, then this smells a lot more like necromancy. Yeah, this isn't some... Raising the dead that stairs granted in the name of order and you know justified conquest. This is this is just necromancy. This is just straight up necromancy, and somehow he's hoodwinked the world into believing him. He follows a stair, unless a stair has been corrupted himself. I think the White Prince has uh, some questions to answer. I mean, there's plenty of clerics of a stair where I come from, and I'd never, I can't believe any of them would even consider anything like this. I doubt they'd associate themselves with him. I'll nod in agreement. Like, I've never heard of it either. Um, I've never really heard of necromancers except for, like, in stories. I grew up in a small rural town, so we would only get the occasional bard, and I'll kind of, like, glance at Nilrum. Well, uh, before we, uh, before we came here, Archie and I were camped out for a while in this town to the, uh, to the west of Redport. And just across the just across the sea was an island there called Gade Isle. And weird, weird uh, things on that island went on. And apparently, the whole place was run by a necromancer. Sometimes you'd see giant bats flying across the sea, harassing ships. All sorts of strange goings on. If this white prince is a necromancer, unless things on the central islands are a lot different to what we're led to believe, he must be keeping it well interrupts I mean the 
people who follow us there do follow us there and they do worship the correct god but it seems like he is the one who has powers that shouldn't exist if he is a true if he is the chosen of us there is he I assume, I assume he claims he's his chosen I just don't remember that's like out of character by the way <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact structure of the White Prince's rule, but uh, if he if he claims to be of Astaire and he does things that are very much not Astaire-like, I don't think raising the dead is lawful or orderly. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. It's strange. I can't see why the White Prince, the why Astaire would grant his clerics their magic if this is what the the leader was doing. I think. And this is my sneaking suspicion that he doesn't actually worship us there. And I like tap my nose. <laughs> <laughs> that maybe he also has his own god in the same vein as mine. That is giving him powers that he shouldn't have access to. Oh, well, well. Wouldn't that be uh, interesting? Setting yourself up for conflict there, Sail. <laughs> and you do think highly of yourself. You know what? I was chosen, okay? You weren't chosen. We were all on the boat. I am the one, okay, who was chosen. That makes me chosen by Jexel to get fucked in the ass every time I try and defend <laughs> my life. There's a fucking storm. My ship sinks. I get stranded on this place hunting down some ancient necromancer. Yeah, never lucky. But no, you're right. Alive. A great quest. A great quest for the holy man's sail. Um, I'll also. I forgot what I was going to say. No, it's gone. It was something to do with, like... Yeah, no, it's definitely gone. Never mind. Oh, nice. Gone forever. Oh. Is there something more powerful than a necromancer? Is that something you've ever heard of? Well, I've heard that uh, if they want to live forever, they can turn themselves into a lich. I've heard stories of that. I don't really know what it is, but they seem to be linked. A necromancer is a human practicing necromancy. A lich is what they become when they turn their powers on themselves. We might have to get Nilrum to help us to do research. Because I don't know if necromancy is even holy magic. Or if it's just, you know, magic magic. Yeah. Right, well, I don't know. We really want to encourage Nilrum to mess around with that kind of thing. You know what? Good point. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that would take that far too seriously. Yeah, let's ixnay on the necromancy, eh? Yeah. It's bad enough you summoning spirits to watch over us as we sleep. Listen, if you complain about the ghosts, I will, every time we're going to sleep, I will find ghosts. Okay? You better not. One time. One time. I did it one time. One one time is enough. Thank you. Especially this creepy jungle. I think she kind of had a thing for you, actually, because she looked at you kind of like she liked you. (laughs) They aren't even. Don't mess around. I already owe my soul to your god. I don't need to give up any other parts of myself. Listen, I read in a book once that Succubi exists, maybe. She's been alone on this <laughs> island for a long time. Captain Winters, maybe you're the man for her. I got nothing against Sloppy Second Sail. You go first. You can report I'm back. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. The party sleeps. Yeah. The party sleeps. The next morning, um, you are awoken at early dawn. Uh, to be brought up the butte. They tell you it is a full day to get there from here, including the climb. Right. Is it dangerous, Link? Yes. 
Dinosaurs, anything else? Yes, the monsters of the jungle are here, but worry not. We can make our way through. All right. Um, The party will Uh, head out. It is the six hunters from before, plus another eight as well, who are coming along for the journey. Uh, It looks like three of these people were going to head in this direction already, and five others are coming for added protection for these very important guests that have arrived. It is um, easy enough. They know the way, and they are very good in the jungle. They can tell. They've got um, good scouting abilities, and they will hide the whole party when the the dinosaurs come through. They will use bait, if need be, to lure them away, um, and you guys can make your way to the butte with no more harassment or problems. Just a, a long, hot day of marching through the jungle. The locals will move quietly, keeping conversation to an absolute minimum. No real discussions back and forth. Just a an onward trudge through the mountainous terrain. Unless there's anything you guys want to say or ask, we can just get to the butte. Well, just I think that night after that conversation with Sale, I'm just want to look at some of the coins. Mm-hmm. What does the White Prince? His face on the coins. Does he look old? Not on the coin. They on the coins they have. His face is not on any of them. All right, yeah, but I've got coins, so... Oh, yeah. No, the, his white, his face always looks like, you know, 45 on all is the coins. Is he in armor? Nope. Is he got, like, a, a crown? Well, or... you can only really see, like, the, the yeah, neck yeah. and up, and so it's just, like, the profile yeah, of the face. Yeah, but is he wearing, like, a helmet, or...? He's got no helmet, he's got no crown. Um, It's just, you know, the, the side profile of a middle-aged man. Yeah. No earrings, no nose ring... No distinguishing markings. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we we walk. I don't need to say anything to them. Yeah, you guys will. You'll get to the butte, and Link will ask you to each don a hood, and he will pull out from his bag four hoods. He tells you that there is a secret passage inside the butte that has a staircase up, so that you do not have to climb the outside. However. They need to keep the location of the secret entrance to themselves. Least one of you die, are captured by the White Prince, and interrogated after death, revealing the secrets of this mountain. They trust you, but they worry about what might happen if you are magically imprisoned, magically interrogated, magically tortured, or asked questions from beyond the grave. Okay. That's fine. Consent to donning a hood? Yep. No one consents to donning a hood. Yep. Cool. I'm going to surreptitiously, ideally, like surreptitiously cast no alignment on him just so I can figure out, like, what he, uh, is he evil? No. Or is he, like, lawful? Well, wait, you're not going to get anything because he's not ninth level. He doesn't project alignment. That's true. Um, Oh. Oh, okay. No alignment needs a a high-level thing to get uh, an alignment from. Oh, never mind. I thought that was, like, a thing where I could check if someone has, like, evil. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Um, never mind. uh, Humans, like, um, normal people, uh, you know, elves, dwarves, etc., etc., need to be ninth level to project an aura, but monsters uh, can project auras automatically. Undead can project auras, all that sort of stuff. But um, regular people, there's too much... You have flexibility in any individual person for them to have an align, a real alignment until they're higher level. Sure, um, never mind. Mm-hmm. 
You guys don hoods. You are led around some sort of turned around in different directions, lost your sense of direction. They walk you about for 45 minutes or so until you feel the passage from hot jungle air to cool inside air. And then 10 minutes later, they take your hoods off and you are underground in a chamber. There is a, a golden lantern, like a paper lantern made out of some golden paper that looks quite old that is held by Link in front of you that lights the way. And a similar golden lantern from, held by someone behind you that lights your, your rear side. And they will lead you to a staircase that wraps up and 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 up all the way to the top of the butte where you can pop out into a stone temple with a wooden ceiling and palm fronds for a roof. There are six guards up here who seem to be ready for you, seem to be waiting for you. They have uh, old chain mail that is not quite rusted, but it does have that, that look of armor that's been around for a long time. You know, little links are broken here and there. Things are torn or missing. Uh, they carry shields and they have spears with metal tips. They also look like they know what the fuck they're doing. Um, they look like pretty decent soldiers. Big strong backs, bulging muscles, uh, good athletic condition. They will walk with you into the large building, and you will be brought before Pack, the daughter of the last king of Sulphur Island. She is old. She's got to be in her 90s. She lays in a bed. What? Is she hot? (laughs) She's 90. Neil heard you the first time. He's just giving you a chance. (laughs) Uh, She's Gilfie. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lady Kaiser. <laughs> I ignore him. I'm going <laughs> to step up and, as you're talking, hand her the Kaiser family book. Lady Kaiser, we are, uh, we are sailors from a different place. We've seen the horrors the White Prince has wrought here. We've met your followers. Uh, we wish to be friends. We share the same goals. We've come to treat with you. To ask you for your stories and experiences of what happened when you were young the day the White Prince came here. Nilrim passes her the book. She looks at the book. She looks at you. Link comes beside her, takes a knee, and whispers into her ear affirmations that you are who you say you are and that he has brought you to this place. And she, her head bobs very gently as she lays in this soft, cushiony bed. Your father was a revenant, still uh, protecting over the castle. Your head bobs again. has been laid to rest now. And you? You take up the fight? You, You seek to bring him down? We do. It's as if by fate we found ourselves together with a shared goal. We've, uh, we all have reasons to hate the White Prince. We all now have one more after being to this place. I'll step forward and, like, kneel down and say, my entire life is pledged to the White Prince. My friends, they're just along for the ride. Or, is pledged to defeat the White Prince. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. You said it correctly yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. They immediately stab you. <laughs> Link. The book, she says, 
and he will head to a cupboard on the side and pull out a book. It's a thick uh, covers bound with a, a sort of reddish leather and then buckled with large iron straps that have been like come together to a, a single lock. So, you know, four straps that all come together to one big padlock. Um, he steps forward and hands it to 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 sail. I'm the book guy. He can't fucking read. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take the book. I'll kind of take a passing glance at it, and then I'll uh, I'll like hand it. I'll to snicker and put my hand out. <laughs> I'll hand it to Nilrum. Nilrum will flip through the pages. It is, the book is locked with a big ass padlock on it. What's the title on it? Uh, there is no title on the book. It is just Nilrum. bound in leather. Although Nilrum, you can immediately recognize the runes along the outside. There are protective spells cast on this book. Should it be, um, well, spellcraft, archaeology. I would prefer archaeology. Archaeology is the study of great mages' past. So. Give me an archaeology check, and we'll see if you recognize these as associated with any individual wizard. Um, they are not. You don't recognize these symbols or runes as like a historical figure of note that you've ever heard of. So it's not like a. It's not related to any famous wizards of the past. And I'm Give certain. Me, that. Yeah, you're very certain. Okay. Um, if it's related to some famous wizard, it's some minor wizard who didn't yeah. even make the history books. Um, you can make me a spellcraft check as well. Yeah. Uh, you will recognize that th- what are placed in here are protection runes. There is um, a spell that your former master ha- was a big fan of called Repel Water. That, like, whatever is enchanted cannot be touched by water. Water will just, like, roll off of it. Uh, originally, it was invented as, like, a something you could enchant like a cloak with to keep it waterproof until people realize that you cannot wash it either so if it it gets like dirty it's just fucking forever dirty Uh, but people did find use for it in ways of protecting spell books and this book is protected by such a rune uh, by such runes uh, as well as a few others that you don't quite recognize this is definitely some sort of protected book that you know, is impervious to water and hopefully resistant to other things as well. And it's locked? It's locked with a, a normal lock. Oh, I'll ask them, uh, why do you hand this to me, my lady? It is long, long ago I gave up hope that I would be the one to bring the White Prince low. Long ago did I cease the struggle of preparing my people to fight him. I believe it is someone else's task. And you here, who come speaking words of our long-dead cleric, speaking of animosity towards our mutual enemy, I give this to you in hopes that you can do what we have not. May I have the key? Unfortunately, we lost it when we fled. I had it to Captain Winners. What do you want me to do with this, Dalrum? Open it? I nod. It's not going to blow up on my face, is it? Of course not. 
I say not knowing at all. <laughs> all um, right. I take a seat. All right, sit with. I, I stand right next to Milram as I'm as I'm unlocking this. I'll speak. Uh, uh, I heard that your great wizard brought you up here and saved your life. I must commend him. That is a uh, quite the chivalrous act of him. Mm. I know uh, shakes with excitement a little bit. I heard that uh, his library was up here. Is it still? She points to the book in Captain John's hands. This was his library, huh? It's what he could bring with him. I I placed the book on some sort of flat surface so I can get into the lock with my lockpicks. And I want Nilrim to stand right next to me in case it blows up. Yeah, I'm going to cast Reveal on it. Don't you never gave me what it actually does, but I don't think it's going to do anything. No, there is uh, no secret know, a... door built into the book. Okay. There might be. Right. There's not, but there you, you know that now. All right. Am I getting any bonus for the quality of the lock? Any negative? Um, it is old. I'm actually going to give you a minus 20% chance on the lock picks because it's a old, dirty, battered up lock. I tell the captain... Maybe we should wait till tomorrow when Sale can help you out. All right. Yeah. One last day with my uh, eyebrows intact. Um, and then she also calls Link and says, and, and the box, bring the box. And he will bring you a box that has a, that has a couple of jars that are, ooh, you know, maybe half the size of this little tumbler here. Um, they are thick ceramic jars with a like a, a piece of parchment over the top that is covered with beeswax on it to make it sort of like an airtight seal and then also wrapped with twine there's like a little bit of an indent in it so you can like put the beeswax cover over it and then tie it tightly to make a, an airtight seal between the jar and the air outside of it um, I'll ask um, how would your great wizard open this book? He used magic. I nod. He is he... right. mm. What's in the uh, What's in the jars? Poison, a venom um, that renders those who come into contact with it, who who are um, pierced by it, to be incapacitated, rendered unconscious um, or paralyzed. Absolutely amazing. I'm out against my cloak, my pack with my blowgun. Being a rogue, you are very well versed that this is an injection poison. It works best when it is like stabbed into someone. If it like, if they eat it, it has a, it will still work, but at lesser strength. Um, If you like rub it on the outside of someone, it has literally no effect whatsoever. Um, You also know when poisoning weapons, if you fight with like, if you coat a weapon, it's really only going to last for one round. You can't like dip your sword in poison and then like fight for 10 minutes and still have it work. So it's a, you know, dip yeah, and yeah, then no, strike the same round. It's, it's for the blowgun for sure. What type poison is it? Just in case we forget. If you if you won't forget, then it's okay. Don't yeah, it's like I won't jam. forget. Well, I'll, we'll get you a, a little bit later. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's two jars, each one being worth a lot, weighing a pound. Uh, each two one pounds. weighs a pound. And each jar contains five doses. Is it the same dose for a 
rapier as it is for a blow dart. Mm. Yes. Which is okay. sort of dumb, but it's a dosage-based system, yeah, yeah, so yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I imagine you would only tap like the tip of your rapier in, like you would a blow dart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Coat the whole thing. Yeah, there's um, no need to do anything other than the very tip of the rapier. Good point, Sale. I'll ask them. Well done. They, are they able to make more of this? Is, or is this like a, a treasure that they've kept? The poison comes from a dangerous creature on this island. It can be made, but the creatures are hard to find. They are hunted to near extinction now, and they are very dangerous when they are met. They wield a much more potent version than what we can distill from them. It is rare and wondrous for us. I'll nod and say something to consider. For us to come back and help you kill one. Thank you for these gifts, Puck. May we, uh, may we stay here tonight? Mm-hmm. They will let you rest here, um, and they will guide you all the way back to your ship, just in case there are any problems along the way. As one final gift that Pack wishes to give you. Um, she has Link bring her the cage. And in the cage is a one-eyed right. monkey. Oh, even better. That um, is better, yeah. <clears throat> like like a cyclops monkey or a monkey that's lost an eye? A monkey that has lost an eye, unfortunately. Right, that's not less, a, less impressive. Less cool. Not the cyclops <laughs> monkey, no. <clears throat> she pets the creature through the bars who cuddles with her hand and says, this, this here... My dear beloved friend, he has kept me company these last ten years. I am not long for the world. I wish the best for him. Please take him on your voyage, wherever you go. Let him be my representative with you, as you. He wouldn't be. He wouldn't be happier with Link and the other villagers. Captain, you can't turn down a dying woman's. I'm not turning. I'm not turning it down. I'm just you don't concerned seem for the well-being of the monkey. That you care about his well-being shows me you are his <laughs> appropriate owners. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, what did you say his name was? Ah, uh, go ahead. It is a belief among our people that all pets should be renamed upon gifting you should call you should come up with a name by which you think fits well what did you call it we'll give it a new name but we wanted to hear your name i would not want to interrupt your naming process <laughs> well you'll tell us it that is a sacred time. ritual among my people how dare you must he stay in the cage Paco? no will no he, will he will he stay with us um, i'll wait if you I'll, uncage I'll him, him now cage, i'm but, sure he will yeah, run yeah, to yeah. me Wait until you're oh. on your boat. Of course. Uh, one more thing. I'm not a greedy wizard, but when your wizard uh, sadly died and succumbed to old age, as we all do, did he have any? <laughs> did he have any rings? Uh, you know, <laughs> any robes that shimmered and never, not even one day, looked uh, tarnished. 
Yes, yes, he has a ring. A ring that never tarnishes. Oh, shit. May I fetch it? She weakly yoinks off a golden band from her finger and holds it up for you. Wow, this has worked out well. Well, I... My character would know, but I assume that she's, like, holding it out to, like, give it to him, not showing me, like, to inspect it. Like, um, I think at this moment, like it's actually it quite unclear. Like, she is doing a, this is the ring he had. And it's not, like, all the way outstretched to offer it to you, but also, like, she's an old woman and yeah. her arm might not be, like, this is a, this is a moment. My lady, <clears throat> are you offering it to me? Um, I... I would like to continue his wizardly duties and dispatch of the White Prince in any way I can, and that may prove key in doing so. I don't see how. Uh, do you know what it does? It's a ring. Is it magical? No. It's do made of gold. That? It never tarnishes. Sail, check. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll sit over the ring and cast Detect Magic on it. Yeah, it's a non-magical ring. Yeah, it's I just, a, it's you, just his gold wedding eye. ring. You know, give you an eye. Is it magical sale? <laughs> I'll be like, uh, it doesn't, well, mm, I think there is something there. I'm not very good at detecting magic. I think it has some kind of enchantment. This could be most useful. <clears throat> My lady, please. This could be pivotal in us. Dispatching of the White Prince. At least let me study it. She gives it to you. If not useful, I'll bring it back. All right. Norm takes it and slips it on. <laughs> um, yeah, add one gold ring to your character sheet. Sale, roll me a D100. Don't ask questions. Sure. Nice gold ring. Can you explain it? Is it just gold? Um, it looks like this. Uh, you know, ring. Okay. It must be a, a simple golden band. Good. It binds you to another person for all time, and should uh, something happen, they get half your stuff. <laughs> a powerful enchantment. Mm-hmm. Nice, Truly powerful. The most powerful mm-hmm. enchantment of all. Yeah. What was the D one hundred? Any news you want to give for now? No, 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 it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't like that. (laughs) Nilrim nods, gives the lady a nice big bow, and uh, I will be sure to defeat the White Prince for you and the Kaiser family. What happened here was abhorrent, and I want it for no other island. We remember the Kaisers. Are there others? Are there others that held out? Tell me, we have not had contact with the outside world since that day. There are individuals who share Alba? our cause. Does Alba Island no. still stand? Have we, I, do we know Alba Island? There was... There. I'm no. going to explain like in the book. Um, I don't remember it exactly. But there was an island that they talked about in the book where it said like there's um, a holdout there. I'm going to explain that island and that we're going there, but we haven't been there yet, and there still might be a holdout, but we're not sure. Hmm. Fuck, we will be trading with your 
your uh, your people over the coming months. So we will provide updates on what we find out. Let you know of any other uh, holdouts. I may not live long enough to see those things. My time is coming soon. This may be my last year. I understand. But uh, your successor or whoever leads the the village afterwards. She nods. Okay. Do you have um, do you have any in the village with the intellect of a would-be wizard? Anyone who you'd like us to take back and I could train as my apprentice? He asks. Nilrim will only take an 18-int wizard. No, 17 wow. or 18. He's looking for the creme de la creme. He doesn't want a shitty apprentice. He's looking for the brightest of minds. So if she does recommend someone, he's going to give him a test. She thinks long and hard. I do not know the young children of the village anymore. I have not left the butte in five years. And before then, I spoke mostly with the adults. If you feel that one of ours may work and they wish to go with you, you have my blessing to take one as an apprentice, but only if they wish it. Of course. Um, I'll, Norm will explain the white light that's been shining off the island and explain the rumors that they've heard and let them know that whatever the fuck that is, they need to stop doing it. Or if they don't know what it is, that we can look to see. She nods. It is the spyglass. We use it to spy, to keep an eye on ships that come and go, see if the White Prince comes to land. We've used it to watch the channels for a hundred years. Well, 80 years. Um, no one has come yet. Anon. Link. You know of the brightest minds. Can you assemble uh, two or three for me to test? And Yeah. Cool. Link will gather... Let's see, there are... 600 people? There are 10 people in the village who, in theory, could be spellcasters. Um, half of those could be divine, half of them could be arcane. So that's about five people in the village that could, in theory, learn to use wizardly magic. Can we roll a 1d10 for um, wizardly magic? I'll I was going to just roll a bunch of int checks and some ages to see uh, how smart these people are. Well, you're going to roll five int checks, right? Right. Because you're assuming five. Yeah. I'm saying we roll a 1d10 as well to see how many wizards that there could be. Oh, and no, I was going to say that there are fine. 10 people and, oh, you want to, like, you want to randomize the number of wizards rather than... I want to for the biscuit, yeah. I All right, like well, why don't you roll me a 1d10 and then we'll see how many wizards, in theory, are available in the village. Seven. Ooh, okay. Good. Um, okay. Is there an age limit? on uh, which point you would not want to take someone as an apprentice. Because this is 10 people. You know, they could be grandmas at this point. Nilram would prefer a young lad. A nice, impressionable young lad. The max he'll take is like 
Nah, the max he'll take is around like 30. Probably 20 is where he'd really want to cut it off. Okay. So then we've got 28 is not going to work for you. 64. You might take a 28, but not 28. A okay, maybe 28. Maybe 28. Three, four, five, six. Ooh, all right. There's someone who is a, a 28-year-old woman and a 17-year-old male. Good. Okay. Um, you got to give them a 4d6 d1 if the potential wizards right for their No, needs. 3d6. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, but, can uh, they... but they can't roll a 9 or less. So 3d6 and re-roll if it's a less than a 9. I'm sorry. Okay. So Nilrum rolled me 3d6. For the that's for the twenty-eight year old, and three D six for the seventeen year old. Losers. Okay. Fuck. No em. one passes Nilrum's tests. Now Nilrum actually is like mean to him. He uh, berates them for their lack of intelligence and uh, lets them know that they'll never be wizards and they'll never be smart enough to do anything useful. As this is going on, just quickly, I want to speak to Link and say. Uh, Hey Link, the reason we came to this place is because we heard rumors from the surrounding islands that something was up here. Like you said, the the glint of the sun off the the lens of the spyglass. Perhaps when it's out, not in use, you should cover it with a tarp or leaves or something. Thank you for letting us know. We shall redouble efforts to hide our presence. But after right. eighty years with no white prince, well, okay. The seas are shifting, my friend changes of foot I feel what's happened too. in the last 80 years might not be what happens in the next 80 can we I, uh, um, go ahead oh I just want to say out of character can we attempt the spell book because I would or whatever it is because I would like to know and plan for it going forward yeah getting close to ending time yes yeah, sure uh, Nick give us a lock picking check wait can I get a plus 15 from sale yeah I'll give you hesitation I assume we would get a rest and then we would you rest. mean moment then or, sorry, no. <laughs> uh, a moment, yeah, sorry. So just give me, also, what's that, give me a plus 20, and Neil, you're taking a minus 20, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. So it's a before roll. we do this, he has unlimited amount of time to open Slock, right? <clears throat> yeah, but are, it's... Are you, are you going to give him one check, or can we do, like, two checks? Um, we will do one check for doing it right now on the island to see if it's possible, okay. and then I will do secret DM math behind and let you know if it's That's possible fine. based on this check if you have unlimited time. Please, Nick, I really need this for this week. Yeah, yeah don't worry, I'm gonna, I'm feeling it. I'm going low nail. Okay. You want low numbers? Lower, lower than a sixty-five. Okay. Yes. There you go. Yes. You I make sure I'm sitting by Neil. I'm sitting by Neil when I open it. It does not blow up in your face. Fantastic. I click it open. Oh. I kiss your head. You're a genius, Captain. Thank you. Yes, yes. It's been said. scramble over this, the book. Oh, I hand it to you. Thank you. It was impressive, yes. I've used both of my skills today. Climbing across the switchback and opening locks. Uh, I would have got rematched. <laughs> getting hit in battle, am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or getting eaten by dinosaurs, but escaping at the last moment. Another one of my great skills. With your friends acting as guides, you can make your way back down the mountain and back to your boat, which remains unmolested in the lake. They will warn uh, you of dinosaurs. They will keep them at bay. They will use bait to lure them away if need be. They will watch out for pitfalls. They will reset traps as they come across them. And um, they will bid you farewell at your boat. Please remove all the rations from your character sheets. Yeah, what were you going to say? I want to name the monkey. 
Yeah, what are you gonna name him? Seymour. It's a great name. Yeah, I love it. Because he's got one eye. It's fantastic. Uh, Norm is happy with the gold ring. Um, this and, whole endeavor has been very good. Yeah, he will cast read magic on the book. And you will get the spells. Base. Absolutely. But this is where we will end our session for today as you exit the island. You've also spent um, do, 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 like four Week? days. What was it? One, two, three, four, five. You've spent about four days of hiking around in the jungle and you've got a healer with you. So I think everyone can gain four HP if you were down it. Um, cool. And then we're on the boat. And when we pick up next week on Wednesday, we will follow the party as they head. Question. I think we should do this before we end if we are going to do it. Hmm? XP, because um, are you I close? think we'll, not... we'll level up. Yeah. If it's we're if... not. Are we going back to the base though? Uh, in, well, with the new spell book, I think I'm gonna yeah. force it. Yeah. Because if Norm leveled up, he gets his new spell, which when then we can bring the boats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry, okay. Yeah. Hope we get enough XP. How much do you need? I need like nine hundred and fifty-four. Well, I, I really need like a thousand, but yeah. It's going to be close. Monsters, there's going to be quest XP. We end the next Kaiser week family. with a good um, fact too. If you come next and week, next week with a fact, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do some XP calculating here. While I calculate experience points, why don't you guys uh, vamp a little bit and talk to our viewers or amongst yourselves? Yeah, let me well, explain why. I... Oh wait, okay. we have question. We have like two questions that if you want to answer, Boom. we can do them now too. Yeah. Nice. Um, hey, if you're a part of the Patreon, you get access to a secret Discord. Make sure that you join that so you can put the questions for the cast in the area. There's only one question this week. Not many people ask many. So here is the one question. Would Archie genuinely follow Sales God? Um, multi-class, he says. Uh, what would the party do slash say if it happened? So for Archie. Um, I don't... I, I can see it happening. Uh, he wasn't really a man of religion so far, but he's never really had like a religious person to look up to. And uh, that's kind of in his life. I could see him definitely going along with it. I feel like it fits his character pretty well to go along with that if the power dynamic between him and John and him and Sale should shift in the future. Um, Nilrim would be fine with it. Nilrim doesn't really care too much about deities. He's kind of focused on his self and his magics. Um, I don't think Nilrim would care a whole bunch. I don't think John would like it very much. I mean, we're I've already got two spellcasters. Archie's kind of my uh, link back to home and, you know, grounding normal person that I hang out with. So I feel like it might be a bit disconcerting if everyone started casting magic. Uh, Thale would probably not like it. He likes Archie, but I think he likes being the only cleric of Rohi. Um, yeah. Because it gives him a certain sense of power and prestige and uniqueness you're jealous type ah absolutely 100 percent jealous <laughs> that's why i get upset every time nilrim uses his magic to help us <laughs> true um yeah um, uh, i know you're calculating xp nail but a couple of quick quick questions number one mm -hmm. have you got rid of blind fighting yeah off the proficiency list yeah so there's no equivalent to that yeah that was just a it was a bad idea I don't know what why I didn't uh, include like it. In the dark, like plus two to hit instead of the minus four. 
It was just like, I think just you ignored the minus four or something. Yeah, it was something like that. Just like you can fight in darkness as well as you can in, in light or... I don't remember the exact specifics, but yeah. it was basically... It was broken. Dumb. It was broken and a little dumb. Um, oh, I say, could I cast darkness on him and he can just go around like... That would be great. That would be what it would be. Yeah, it, be it just... It was dumb. Do I... Using the blowgun, to me, it's a bit like a crossbow in that... Do you really need a proficiency to use a, a blowgun? Mm-hmm. Use a blow dart? Mm-hmm. I think so. Definitely. So I'm taking a... Because I'm a fighter, that's a minus two, right? Correct. Okay. All right, so we Just get... for... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we killed a lot of things, a lot of raptors, you know? Yep, we get we... raptor experience. We get big owl experience. We get um, not just discovering island, but like discovering the people and survivors on this island and the backstory that goes with it and learning more about the white prince and all the, the stuff big that goes there. Play. We brought the book back. We, we did a oh. lot of role play too. Yeah, there was some really good role play with getting to know the cleric, um, like finding and connecting with the cleric and connecting with these people. Good stuff right there. Milram stayed true to character and stole a ring from an old lady because he wanted a fucking ring. You pirated a golden ring from a dying old woman. A princess or a governess or however she wanted to be called. Whatever she was. Queen, yeah, one of these things. Um, Got some allies, a lot of spells cast. Cast them all day long. All right, everybody. Please take home 1,261 experience points. 1,261. And if you have your 10%, which I think most of you do, it's 1,387. It's always so awkward as a multi-class who only gets the 10% in one of the classes. <sighs> Ugh. Nilrim has leveled up. You are Big. now level 5? Nilrim is now a level 5 wizard. 20,430 experience. Beautiful and warm. You want Lovely. D6 for HP? If that's what we've been doing. Well, what is it usually? It's usually 4 and then we do D6. I think, Usually right? D4. It's yeah, normally yeah, D4, so do... but I think we've been... Do... Have we been doing D4 for you? No, we've been doing D6. I'm 99. Then do D6. Okay, okay. I've been doing D6. How's that for? You're, you're also a fighter, okay? You want to rule fighter, wizard, and BOP? No, no, I'm fine. One d six plus one. Um, I want a four. Ooh, close, but no cigar. My HP has been not good this campaign. Fourteen HP. Okay. Uh, do I get? I get more spell slots. Do I get any like proficiencies or non-proficiency slots? At five? No. Five. Okay. I might get new saves. I don't remember, but I'll figure that out. You actually might get a weapon proficiency at five. Hold on. Yippee. Blow dart. I've still got a spare one, so I might take it, I guess. Uh, and then I will get you the complete spell book and the poison awesome. info as soon as we step away from the screen. And then let you Nilram guys going to be... it over yourselves. Uh, so at fifth level, he gets to either choose a spell or get a few random ones. We've been doing every other. So at fifth level, Nilrim gets to choose a spell, and he's going to be choosing his own custom spell that he made, mm. which is Nilrim's Ship in a Bottle. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you will get your next weapon proficiency at level six, not five. So next level, you get a weapon proficiency, Nilrim. And then non-weapon proficiency is at when? Every then? three. 
Oh, that's every three, so I get yeah. that as well at six. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Coolio. That's it. Uh, that's it, everybody. Remember to sub to your favorite streamer or to all of them and join the Patreon Check for the questions. Patreon. Go yep. to Koibu subreddit for the post stream mm-hmm. discussion. Yeah, make Peace. sure to join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tides of Death. Uh, it helps us pay for the episodes and you get access to a secret discord you get your name scrolling through the screen and stuff and you get to ask questions if you're the five dollar tier so check it out thanks cool. that's it bye everybody thanks everyone see ya